the po- oh, it's the podcast. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that one. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with new innovations, Derek. That one, that one might be culturally insensitive to someone. I live in San Antonio. I uh, I've got the pass to do that. It sounds like legitimately. A, I do. It sounds like harder, better, faster, stronger. The boom, 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 boom. Uh, a little bit. But, but hey, guys, it's the uh, it's the Hugger Cast, uh, the only podcast that hasn't had sex with Jada Pickett Smith. <sighs> I still feel stupid this entire time. I thought her name was Plinkett, but you're, nope, you're just dumb. I just gotta ride the short bus from now on. And today we have another special guest. It's, we it, sure does. It's it's my friend Robert. Say hello to the people, Robert. Yo. Uh, listeners of uh, Hugger Cast, I, I'm Robert. I <laughs> All seven of them. We should we should come. Oh, up that's one seven. Last one had ten views. I checked on uh on Anchor. We're actually in like the the twenties and thirties for Spotify. We're we're doing all right. Yeah, people are actually listening to the podcast. That's um, pretty neat. Yeah, we're getting there. We have a a five percent viewer from uh, from Germany, I think. Really? Uh, yeah, there's, there's probably like one or two people there that listen. Huh. I know, right? Is there any cool. analytics on how long they listen? Uh, that doesn't matter. Is it they click it? <laughs> they click it, they're like, uns aus the podcast, yeah, it sounds like if, good. If, if we do reach out to Derek, because I'm curious. Huh. Yeah. I want to know about your beer. Wanna, German beer is so much better than American beer. I want to know about. I so the want a random German on your next podcast. Let's talk to me about the the Holocaust. How'd that go? <laughs> I think we just lost our German viewers. Because <laughs> <Alrighty. goes> Germany. <laughs> but today we yes we do have a very special episode with our friend Robert. I brought him on because the topic of today is unpopular gaming opinions, and Robert has a lot of opinions about games, and so do we. Gaming for twenty. Four years. Right out of the womb. It came out of the womb with the Game Boy. It came out of the womb. <laughs> with Game Boy and Pokemon Red. Why not Good. Why not Blue? What's wrong with Blue? Oh, Blastoise. That's true. I, I prefer, I always pick Blastoise. I was a water fan. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm just fucking with you. I always picked Venusaur. I'm the weird kid. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> the weird kid that picked Venusaur. Nothing wrong with that. They're all, all classics in their own right. But I feel like Venusaur gets ostracized. Hey, that's the first unpopular opinion. Venusaur, right? There's too much Venusaur hate. You know, Venusaur is actually best Pokemon you can choose for Pokemon Red and Blue. Really? Most type advantages? Yeah. Game. Like with gyms and all that. Huh. Literally the best one you can choose. When Charizard was, is literally the worst. When I was a little kid, I liked picking Charmander because of the fire. But then I liked picking Blastoise when I got a little older because you could uh, use Surf. You're a hipster? And no, against the crowd? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> See, I I, di- I didn't play Red and Blue until I was like way older. My first one was Silver. I, di- I didn't play Red and Blue. But I played the remakes. I played Leaf Green and Fire Red. No, that was both pretty good. Yeah, but all right, before cool. before we really get into the discussion, do you want to go over the news? Yeah, we have a few uh, a few news stories, a few interesting things that have happened recently. Uh, I guess I'll start with the oldest. Uh, there was some Will Smith news, and as uh, official. Will Smith fanatics, and this is the Will Smith podcast. We have to talk about it. Yeah, I. This is breaking my heart because, you know, he says he's okay with what's going on, but he looks like a broken man. On the outside, he's like, "That's hot," but on the inside, he's like, "That's not." 
No, no, he's uh, he is not feeling it. He is not fresh right now. He's not fresh, or because pretty. his wife is cheating on him. Yeah, apparently a few years back there there was a uh, relationship between his wife Jada uh, Pickett Smith and August Elena. That's a rapper or something, right? Yeah, I I don't know who he is, but uh, yeah, apparently it was one of their son's friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this really was like that. Sounds like the start of a porn. Yeah, that's straight up off something off a Pornhub, like. <laughs> and uh, what 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 had happened was, oh yeah, this happened a few years back, and I guess they dealt with it privately. But August Elena came out and like said some things about it, and so Will Smith and Jada Pickett went on their 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 show, their Facebook show, The Red Table. There's The Red Table, right? I believe so, and they actually talked about it. They're like, it brought us closer together. And it's like, bitch, no, it didn't. <laughs> and what was funny is just the, have Robert, have you seen the, the video? I haven't seen it. Please explain it to me. It's just, the reason it's funny is just because the way Jada Pickett Smith uh, explains what happened, she's like, in the mental state of the spirituality, uh, I got into an entanglement with uh, August Elena. And even Will Smith's like, entanglement? She's like, yeah, entanglement. That's what I said. And then translated to normal people speak. She was sick of Will's dick, so she had to go somewhere else. Get that young pee-pee. You know, at least she did Hancock like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was probably too powerful. Going back to the, the last few episodes, uh, true. he was yeah. probably shooting too hard. He was probably had that, that very... <laughs> she couldn't handle it. That that volatile project, projectile semen was too much for her. Isn't that canon? Yeah, you've seen, you've seen Hancock, right? Like, the, yeah. the extra scene where... He shoots like semen through his window or through his, uh, hey. his ceiling. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. That's Will. Smith. Oh, you. That's Will Smith yeah. coming too. La- last last week, uh, our our friend Jacob had a great theory of what actually happened to JFK involving Hancock and his semen. <laughs> and it was a it was a it was a beautiful moment in podcast history. Yeah, he he uh, he uh, posited that uh, that it was actually Hancock's semen that killed JFK, and not a bullet. I think Hancock can like curve his semen, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like the Matrix. Was, what's that that movie? Uh, I forgot what it's called. That action movie where it's like you gotta curve the bullet. I know what you're talking. I I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that's where that meme came from. Yeah, curve. fucking curving bullying shit. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, like the, throughout the whole interview, uh, Jada was like sugarcoating everything. It's not. I think people weren't upset that she like cheated. It's just the fact that she just was trying to sugarcoat what happened. And what yeah, happened. glossing over it and trying to make it into like a f- t- funny tee-hee type moment when it's like, no, you you cheated on your husband. Yeah, and she was just like, she's one of those people that like tries to make herself a victim. She's like, in a mm, mental place that I was, say. it's the... Uh, Based on your tone alone, I'm, I'm assuming you're mimicking her tone. It sounds like she's trying to be a victim. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah, Absolutely. Sure. She's like in in the mental capacity of the spirituality, and I'm just like no no one cares no one cares Jada, shut up. You hurt Will Smith, therefore you're a bad person. You hurt Will Smith, therefore you must be punished. Did you see that Onion article that was like uh, revealed that Will Smith was actually having an affair with his younger Gemini man uh, co-star <laughs> himself? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> but uh but yeah so second second piece of news uh, uh the second important thing that happened was nick cannon 
uh, actually is in the news right now because on his podcast, he said, well, I know on his podcast, he was saying some anti-Semitic comments and anti-white comments. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard the, the podcast in question? I have not listened to it, but I was reading articles on it. And uh, what he was saying was not pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, he uh, doesn't seem like a loving person. Which is funny because he was saying that brown people are the only ones capable of love and empathy. (laughs) Yeah, don't you remember? Melanin equals empathy. It's just basic human biology. I'm sorry, guys. I don't care about you. The the color of my skin, like, I I have no feelings for y'all. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's a shitty person. Robert, and he's did, in trouble. Robert, did you see? Oh. Did you see what happened? I'm gonna be real with you. First time I saw Nick Cannon, <laughs> assumed he was like the CEO of Nickelodeon. I remember he was in those commercials way back then. Oh, he he was the CEO <laughs> of uh, Teen Nick. Really? Yeah, yeah. Not not the official Nickelodeon. He's not. Oh, I thought he was like. I thought he was the Nick. He was Nick. I was like. <laughs> When I was eight years old, I thought it was the Nick. In the beginning, Nick created Nick. I legit used to. <laughs> Just named it after himself. I got this channel. Why should I name it? I'll call it Nickelodeon. Nick. I'll call it Nick. <laughs> Post that. I, I don't know really much about the dude. What, what, what is he now? What is the dude? Does Teen Nick even still exist? No, Teen, teen Nick is... Actually, yeah, it does, right? I... I have it's, not it's had cable channel. in about seven years, so I don't know. It's a separate channel, and they show, like, Victorious and, like, old episodes of Drake and Josh. And at night, they show 90s Nickelodeon. Oh, that actually sounds fantastic. Yeah, I love 90s cool. Nick. It's probably because they kicked Nick Cannon out, and they got someone who was making good decisions. Dan Schneider? The seven reruns of George Lopez at now, then. Now, that's what would really save Nickelodeon. <sighs> They're still not doing that? No, not they do it sometimes. Sometimes at like four in the morning, you'll find George Lopez. But I haven't seen it on. They show Friends. Disgusting. Oh, disgusting. That's a whole other. That's a whole other bag, dude. <laughs> fucking, you're gonna lose like your entire fan base if you fucking dish on Friends. Uh, no, we we already have. We, we yeah. should have a, a podcast dedicated solely to Friends hate. To how much we hate Friends. Now we've made it yeah. very clear that this is a Seinfeld household. Is is stated by Derek. Uh, I am of the right and normal opinion that Seinfeld's better. I'm not a weirdo. Robert, are you of the opinion as well? Seinfeld over Friends, of course. Okay, cool. So okay, you're, you're, he's you're, he's all right. You have a functioning brain. That's good to know. But uh, back to to Nick Cannon's comments. He ba- he was basically saying that uh, black people have compassion because of the melanin, and that white people do not have compassion and are are more savage than black people because they, they just don't know how to be human. And then he said a lot of anti-Semitic things, which I don't know exactly what he said, but he quoted uh, the, uh, the the race leader Farrakhan, which is also a noted anti-Semite, yeah. if you guys didn't know yeah. about that. L- Louis Farrakhan is his name, right? He, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I know about him. Yeah, I don't know exactly Farrakhan's views, but I know he's an anti-Semite. He was a very extremist, like, black leader. It's like, was did he start the, uh, is it Nation of Islam? Is that the name of the group? I think it's, it's like the black, the black is- Israelites? It's something like that, but it, they're very much that, uh, white people are literally of the devil. Like, the devil <laughs> made the, us. The white devils. Yeah. 
Dang it, Cole. That's yeah, why you he... listen to all that that devil metal music. Oh, hell yeah, I do. Brings me closer to my one true savior. Now, Robert, as someone who is in the middle of uh, having white skin and also not having white skin, how do you feel about this? Are you talking about Mexicans? <laughs> yes. Aren't you more that than me? Uh, uh, I'm half. Aren't you literally half black, half white? No, I'm half black, half Mexican. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about Nick Cannon's comments? So, so go, go, what are his reasonings for declaring someone's human and not human? Can you go back to that? Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what the, the context was, but they were... I, I guess because of all the stuff that's going on right now, they went into a racial conversation on this podcast. Well, the only thing that's just idiotic that he brings humanity into you know, pigment of skin. Yeah. It's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. Other than that, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of dumb to me. I don't even know the dude. <laughs> it's Mr. T. Nick. <laughs> but, yeah, let's... Okay. I think we've been on him for a while, so Nick Cannon bad. Nick Cannon bad. Jacob Pickett-Smith bad. Was there one more story? Uh, smaller thing, because she's okay, but uh, Megan the Stallion got shot. That sucks. <laughs> Straight up got shot. Straight up this, got... This is going to raise her, like, hardcore bitch from the South cred up even more, though. That's true. When you get shot, like, and you live, like, 50 Cent, like, who cared? But then he got shot. Yeah, your street cred goes up. I yeah. want her to release a press statement that just is like, I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. <laughs> Reading articles. She was shot in the foot. Andrew during shooting in Hollywood. What the fuck happened? <laughs> How did he get shot in the foot? Didn't we say she's a big fan of anime? I think they were probably discussing whether my hero was better than Naruto. And then the, the discussion got way too heated. She was trying to deflect bullets with her katana. One of them landed in her foot. I don't fucking know. She had the power of God and anime on her side. It was weeb on weeb violence. <laughs> we gotta stop this weeb on weeb violence. It's a really big thing that a lot of people like to bring up, especially women. Like, oh, I watch anime. I feel like that wasn't like a big thing back then. No, it's that's the past like three or four years that that has exploded in popularity. Y you know what is a big thing though? What? My wiener after hearing a woman say that. <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel if a woman actually admits that, I feel like she's lying. Like, <laughs> she's like her knowledge is gonna be like Naruto and like Frieza saga of Dragon Ball Z. Well, it's, it's, it's like when, when people have to lay them, so label themselves like, I'm a this, and they keep saying it, and it's just, that's just people in general. See, it's the ones who don't really talk about it, but I actually do, like, my girlfriend, she actually does really like anime, and it was, like, way more than I do, but she doesn't talk about it all too much, except with my friends, because she knows that they like it, too. Yeah. So my, they'll, they'll weeb out, but she, that's, she does not make that her thing. Yeah, my girlfriend's I, a I'm, huge weeb, and I didn't know until, uh... I, when I visited her room, and I was like, oh, hey, you have a lot of manga in your room. <laughs> so, you know, she's a true fan. She reads the manga. Yeah, that that is like next level fandom. She's just got to learn, teach herself Japanese now and read it in the original text. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's enough of that. Uh, we can go into the main topic of the podcast, which is unpopular gaming opinions. Now, the way I thought we would do this is. Uh, we just kind of go round robin. Uh, we take turns saying our opinion. We discuss. Hey, wait, wait, Derek. wait. For that, 
why don't we just start the biggest elephant in the fucking world right now in gaming controversies? Okay. Last of Us 2. Okay. I, I haven't played it, but I've listened to everybody's opinion on it. I've, I haven't played it either. I'm, uh, that, that was, that'll be one of my uh, unpopular gaming opinions, actually. Are you guys at least informed on the first title? Have you played it or watched it? Yeah, I, I did. I did, uh, sit through and watch a friend of mine play through the whole thing. I, I know. So the, I, I, I know about it. I know the gist of the story and I know how it ends. You know that the first game was not a very unique story. It was very. No, it, it was, it honest. was well done, but it was, yeah, a pretty it's generic zombies. zombie story. It's zombies, yeah. It was told in a very enriching way. Uh-huh. It was mm-hmm. very engrossing. Yeah, it was almost. That's like, what the second game severely lacks. Yeah, it was almost like a movie. Like people, like there's compilations of just the cutscenes, and people watch that, and you basically understand the game. Yeah, um, I, I I heard a lot of people complaining that they felt that characters <laughs> did things they wouldn't have done from the first one. I guess before we before we get too far into it, uh, spoilers mm-hmm. for anyone who hasn't played Last of Us Two. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna like say any spoilers, but people saying characters did things that they wouldn't have done in the first. But oh, I was saying spoilers because I was gonna say something. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Because I, I know, I know some people think that like uh, they know those characters, but it, it comes down to the the people that created it know the characters better than anybody else. They know what would have happened. Mm-hmm. You might not like the way they chose to go with it, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting way to look at it. Uh, do you have any more? What 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 is your piece, Robert? We're okay on spoilers, right? Yeah, I, I are you cool with spoilers? Because I, I put a spoiler warning already. Yeah, I'm I'm that's fine with me. I know the story. I'm fine with spoilers. Oh mechanically the game is very it's amazing. Uh-huh. If you look at the gameplay, when you kill NPCs, each NPC is named. Just random NPCs you kill. There are allies in the uh, in the faction against you, they'll call out to their names when you shoot them down. And like, it's just amazing to me. It's, how, it's supposed how, to be. It, it, it's not like you know, some game you kill a person and then uh, everybody freaks out for thirty seconds and forgets about it. They'll be like, "Oh my god, Jim's dead!" Like Jim, Jim. Don't just say Jim and then hunt your ass down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won't won't like what's the word? They won't like come unaggressive. They will keep yeah. hunting you until they find you. You kill one of their friends. It's like it's cool the way. So the the game is not bad. Like I think of all the low scores the game is getting, it's not warranted because mechanically, it's an amazing game. I feel like most people just had a problem with the way the story went. That's where everything yeah. seems to have lied. It has to do with it. It all came down to a boring revenge plot, a zombie apocalypse. Imagine that. Yeah, you got, and you the, the thing the thing with the revenge plot though is that you. You don't even get the revenge that you wanted in the very end. Yeah, you get... She walks away. Yeah. And the thing is, like, with a game like this, in a world like this, that there's so many stories you could tell, why are you telling a revenge story? It doesn't really extend the lore of, of like, the disease or stuff that people actually cared about. Mm -hmm. There's so much more you could do with that. The setting is very second place in this, like... It didn't have to be a yeah. zombie setting for this it story. It could have been red. Yeah. Zombies are very secondhand. There's no lore added to the zombies other than like they added like maybe one new zombie type. Even that zombies 
had no need to be in the story. This could have been a totally other game, yeah, not titled The Last of Us. Yeah, this, this it could... probably would not have done well, but I think it did well because it was riding off The Last of Us name, if we're being real. Like, oh, if it yeah. was its own standalone game, I think it would have been shitted on probably. tremendously. It would have been like, oh, this game plays kind of well, but, like, this is a garbage story. Like, if it was its own standalone game, I legitimately believe it would have just been, like, on until, like, the garbage bin and be, like... <laughs> Yeah, it would have been reduced like, price within a month. It would have been like order eighteen sixty six or eighteen eighty six. Eighteen eighty six. Eighteen eighty six. Like everyone was hyped, and then they came out, and then does anyone still talk about it? Does anyone remember it? Very rarely. Or like evolved, you know, something like that. Like, like oh, this looks kind of cool, and then no one talks about it the next month. Yeah, it just didn't go anywhere. See, I think it's got enough polish that it. Probably would have done decently without the Last of Us name. Like, yeah, because there, there be- it's a, a beautiful game. There was that cutscene that went viral on Twitter where the was it someone was putting a shirt on, like one of the characters was putting a yeah, taking off. She was taking the shirt off. Taking the shirt off. Yeah. There, was, there was no clipping, and it just looked like it just. So I'm an really nice. I'm an animator. You know that. Yeah. And that is probably one of the hardest things to do in animation. To get right. To get, yeah, that's not, it doesn't sound easy. Because you have to, like, animate everything reacting to the shirt. That's hair. That's, like, you know. And there's dynamics like, going on as well with the player character and the shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The shirt just can't slide off like it's a tube. Yeah. And the shirt was acting like a shirt. If you looked at that animation, it was giving way as it lost, you know, support from Ellie's back. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Those people are probably some of the best animators in the world. Like I put them ahead of Pixar, honestly, after seeing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Naughty Dog. That is one thing. Like starting with the unpopular opinions, their games are all beautiful, story driven, but I don't think they're that fun to play. I've yet to play The Last of Us Part Two, which everybody said is probably the funnest to play, but I just. I can't get into them. Yeah, after Fresh, what else did Naughty Dog make? I forgot. They were Jack and Daxter at first, right? Jack uh, and Daxter. Uncharted. They did the original Crashes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog. I got them confused with Sucker Punch, that's why. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. Because, Both yeah, the big older... big-name PlayStation Studios. Yeah, the older Naughty Dog games were all about the gameplay. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah! Jack and Dad. Yeah, cra- the original Crashes are fun. Jack is fun. But then when they tried to go to the more... Cinematic, like, PS3 yeah, stuff. I just... They're not bad games. I just don't... I don't care for them all that, all that much. I think it all started with the original Uncharted. I, I don't know if mm-hmm. you played it. It was very cinematic, but it had a lot of gameplay. Like, like, there was this zombie part where the game really picked up towards the end of the game. And I could tell that they really uh, amped it up. Mm-hmm. But, I think they weren't praised for that because, again, that was really generic, you know, just zombies. They were praised for their animations. Or, like, it was one of the first games that had um, models getting wet. Like, when Drake went in water, got wet. Yeah. That yeah, was no, amazing. I, I remember at the time it coming out, people flipping shit like, this game is beautiful. And it still actually holds up surprisingly well compared to other games from that, that time. Yeah, and I remember part of the ad campaign. I'm not sure which Uncharted it was. Uh, I was probably two or three. But part of the original ad campaign was like, there was a guy on the couch, and he's like, oh, hey, babe. And he's with his girlfriend. He's like, it's movie night. And she's like, movie night? And he's like, yeah, movie night. Yeah, we're going to watch a movie. And he's playing Uncharted. And she's like, wow, this is a good movie. 
Like people were people play those games because of how cinematic they are, and not exactly because of how they play. <laughs> That's actually a really good ad idea, though. I like. Yeah, that. it was a really cool ad. I'm sure it got tons of sales, and tons of guys like getting getting ahead while they were playing the game. Did the GameStop guy who sold me Uncharted Three <laughs> worked to me where man, it's a great movie. He handed me the game. He's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the GameStop bunny? They still use it, don't they? Every now and then, yeah. But I remember, like, it was like it would cuss and stuff like that. It was funny. Cause I, was, like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was like this little uh, animated bunny, and they would have it like go through a level of like a game, and it would like get on fire, and it would start cursing a stuff up a storm. It was funny because I was like thirteen. I was like, hey, naughty words from a bunny. I. I don't think I've ever seen that. I'm gonna have to look that up now. Should we go back to exactly why Last of Us Two? narrative was we were just talking about the gameplay there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, go, shoot go on your narr- your uh, your your last of us rant i know this is a long oh. a long time coming yeah yeah yeah. well again going back to the first plot you know it was simple but it was engrossing and you know the way it kept you invested is that it saved it had no message until the very end and when you got to the end you're like oh my god what a beautiful message you know joel saved ellie and, you know, it was connecting to his daughter and all that. Yeah. And The Last of Us 2, it literally shoves its message within the first hour. Revenge is bad. Joel's dead. Ellie is gay as fuck. Every fucking five seconds, they have to remind you that Ellie's gay. Like, a lot of people will tell you, oh, you're homophobic. I'm like, but a straight person's not calling their partner babe every ten seconds and kissing them. No, <laughs> it's cringy. Get it? She's gay. Yeah, it no, really drags down, down for, you know, for both believability and investment. Yeah, no, when, when, it, yeah, when it comes because, to... Oh, what were you going to say, Golden? Yeah, no matter whether a hetero or uh, a gay couple, like, people aren't really overly affectionate like that. In public, especially, especially no, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it comes to... Like, when it comes to inclusion in media, I'm all for it. Like, put whatever characters you want as long as... They're written yeah, well, when, but you when have to write them well. Just like uh, in the first one, like it, it was done well. And uh, like the the one character, I don't remember his name, but the he was the gay man whose partner had left. Was written really, really well. Yeah, and I think one one of the Assassin's Creed or was Assassin's Creed, I think had a transgender character, didn't they? Ah, probably. Has- it does, right? What's up? Uh, the Last of Us Two is a transgender character as well. Yes, and it's not a really. It's obviously. Well, I'll get into it. It's very shoehorned, but go ahead, go ahead. What are you gonna say? No, that's all I was saying. I was just. It's write write your okay. character. Write your character as well. Like if you're gonna put like, like a, a character who's black or like a minority or gay or whatever. Uh, just don't make it the focal point of their. You you have to write a good story. For, you have to write a good story of a character who just so happens to be those things. You know. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, were, you, what were you gonna say, Robert? Yeah, you you uh, Joel dies, and you know yeah. the person who killed him probably heard that you play as Abby, which is the character that killed Joel. Like, why would a player want to play as a character that killed a beloved character from the first game? Yeah, that and probably threw a lot of people off. Five to ten hours. Mm-hmm. You play as her longer than Ellie. This is just ridiculous. And um, 
you know, people who defend the game as a masterpiece tend to they tend to think we forget the people the naysayers tend to think we forget that Joel was a bad person. No, he's a bad person. Everyone who was a fan of the first game knows that Joel was a bad person. Yeah, he he clear as day. He yeah, was a bad person. Yeah, part, part, of that. part of the fun of games like that is playing you, you, playing as a flawed character and having a flawed character makes the game interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you don't want to play as a perfect goody-two-shoes. That's just not fun. Yeah, that, which is why, well, probably why there's not a lot of Superman games because they, they would probably have to find a way to make that interesting. I think Injustice did a good job with it of having him as the bad guy. Yeah, see, that was cool. But yeah, it's sorry to keep interrupting Robert's story. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it. Um, the biggest flaw, a lot of people have mentioned it. I'm not the one who came up with it. I kind of stumbled upon it when I was doing some research for it. This game is a big culprit of emotional manipulation. The reason is, you know, you just watched Abby ash Joel's head in into like literal strawberry jam. <laughs> And then the next hour, you're seeing her do with dogs, uh, help her enemies, do all... Like, she literally checks all the boxes for, like, the perfect character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't buy that. Literally showed her destroying Joel within the first hour, and you expect me to grow to love this character and believe that she just turned a new leaf within, like weeks and fuck off robert she's lgbt you have to like her or else that makes you anti-lgbt that's the thing she's not even gay straight (laughs) yeah abby abby's straight girl that's all she is hey hey no one cares about the details she's lgbt (laughs) in derek's mind she is that's what that's what he's picturing (laughs) uh yeah, because when it when it comes to putting, I think a lot of people's problem is when it comes to putting a political or social message in something, that's fine. But again, it ha- subtlety is a thing, and also it has like like putting a character who's a minority in. It has to be written well. There's a lot of movies, there's a lot of video games that have feminist messages or have like racial equality messages, but they're written very well. It's not just mm-hmm. a message. It's a movie. Or it's a piece of media with a message. Yeah, it's not a message disguised as a movie. Yeah, it's, it's not pro- that, that becomes propaganda. Mm-hmm. Not saying Last of Us Two is propaganda, but it's that that's what you're teetering on when you when you don't care about the things that you're that you're that you're doing basically. They prioritize the message that revenge is bad, and the thing is, the story they had, like I believe, when they were storyboarding crafting the story. They had a legit good one because game, it falls suspect to like very few movies can do this well. That movies that do flashbacks within flashbacks within flashbacks. That's what this mm-hmm. game does. Very few games can do that well for games and movies. And this yeah, game doesn't do it. Very few movies can do it well too. <laughs> if you can, like if you take apart the flashbacks and you rearrange them in chronological order, maybe play it like that, it'd probably be 10 times better. Because, um, or even if you rearrange it and saying like Joel dies at the end of the game, saying that like Joel and Ellie, or Abby and Ellie, say, like have like a dynamic, they meet, you know, because the two factions are not necessarily hostile. Well, Abby's is more hostile than Ellie's, but imagine if they had met and, um, Abby's current faction, hold on, <laughs> I had a note here. Don't worry. Any, any, uh. Any long pauses, I just edit out anyway, just like I edit out yeah. all the Colton squeaks. 
It makes us sound uh it makes us sound smart. <laughs> and fast and, and quippy. Yeah. Quick wit. <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. So, you know, you have Abby and Ellie meet, they go through the same adventure, like have like a dynamic uh, similar to Joel and Ellie from the first game. Mm. And then as t- as it progresses, you know, she finds out who Joel is. And then it creates a dynamic, a dilemma, where, oh, what does Abby do? Because the entire game, the game portrays Abby as someone who cares for people who help her. And she does this, but the biggest flaw is that, um, you guys probably haven't seen it, but bleeding right before Joel's death, he, he saved, helps her. Joel saves Abby. Joel saves Abby's life. And within like two minutes, uh, she's shotgunning him in the back and beating him with a golf club. So you have this character that's just uh, uh, not only is unlikable and their character arc doesn't really follow through or make a lot of sense, but she betrays someone and not just anyone, someone who was an integral part of the first game that people grew to love. Mm-hmm. Like people like Joel as a character. Which, which I don't think killing him was bad. I just think the way they went about it wasn't great. Yeah, like if, I- like Robert said, if... Uh, if they had the dynamic with Abby and Ellie, and then at the end they they uh, they decide to kill Joel, it'd be like a whoa moment. It'd be like a oh geez, like whoa. Mm-hmm. There's all this stuff built up to it. Or, or if this whole time, because the reason she kills him is he killed her dad mm-hmm. or her family or whatever. If she would have pretended to be a friend, and then like halfway through the game changed. Could have been interesting, but to have it right off the bat was just yeah. There's there's no build up. It would have been really interesting because like say like Abby didn't know how affiliated Ellie was with Joel until like an integral moment. Mm-hmm. That's that's the biggest crux with this game is characters don't make sense. They don't don't develop correctly. Like they kind of reverse and then they kind of like go all over the place. Like they they're not coherent. Maybe, yeah, it seems yeah. like maybe there was like a conflict of interest at the writer's studio. I don't know exactly what happened, but something something went a little bit off when during the writing. It's obviously characters because like the characters being out of like Joel, for instance, like probably watched or played the first game, but Joel was a very calculated person. That was mm-hmm. his character trait. He, and it, this game actually like some moments it has really good character uh, traits because um, in the flashbacks with Joel. Whenever Joel goes into a, like an, a zombie-infested area, he always tells Ellie, "Watch or watch every corner. Don't just jump in." All this, and like when you play as Ellie, when you know when Joel's dead, she literally just jumps and leaps into places and always gets into trouble. This never happens with Joel. Joel is a very calculated, careful person. Mm-hmm. And, and Ellie's Ellie's more reckless. A confrontation with Abby. These dudes, and like, well, Joel's not the one who admits his name, but it's his brother. But his brother's literally the same way. The two survived in the same situations they use the same tactics and tommy just gives away joel's name or where they come from how much fucking supplies they have like why would tommy say that Tommy's his brother by the way yeah it it was just to advance the story it was to advance the plot that's all it was yeah that, that's it was I- totally out of character and literally an hour in the game is shit yeah, that's like a telling of bad writing is like when, when you see things happen and it's like, well, why did that happen? It's like, oh, because the plot would couldn't move if that didn't happen. But I'll blame it on two thirds of the main writers not being there. Like it was only Neil Druckmann, only a third of the original writers, head writers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, 
like a lot of people are shitting on him, but like I feel like that was a huge task to try to um Oh, oh yeah, yeah, to to recapture the first with yeah. just him. Yeah, because the first was like not well not necessarily lightning in a bottle, but I mean it was special. The first game was special. Special ed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on we're on like thirty seven minutes. We probably wrap up the last of us two things so we can go to our other yeah, opinions. We'll we'll say they probably don't care what we think though cuz they this is still like it's still one of the one most of the, selling isn't it the highest selling one of the yeah. most did games ever also like if you like there's an article uh about 2 weeks ago if you went on Japanese eBay it is flooded with the last of us two copies <laughs> so people a bunch of people bought it but they ended up just trying to get rid of it and That's it funny. really hindered their sales outside of the US i don't know how it's doing in the US outside of the US cuz a lot of people were just buying it from the second hand market Oh yeah, no. Here though, it is sold. It's selling I think a lot it is here, the yeah. fastest selling like PlayStation exclusive. Like it yeah. beat, it beat out uh, Spider Man, like, Spider Man, Final Fantasy Seven. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. which I'd pro- I'd rather play those other two games than last. Well, it was really hyped. It was seven years, yeah. seven years waiting. Yeah, they announced it, it a while back too, right? Yeah, but. All right, well, All right, Derek, do uh, you want to tell us your unpopular gaming opinion? Yeah, I guess now we'll go kind of like round robin and uh, we'll take turns for a bit. Okay. All right, uh, my first unpopular gaming opinion is that Super Smash Bros. Brawl is better than Melee. And I know it's going to get a lot of heat because the Melee crowd I knew that was going to be there. yours. The Melee crowd I... is fierce, but let me explain myself. I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> Robert, how does that make you feel? As a game, oh, it's better. Yeah. Yeah, I know for sure. I'm in in that camp. Have you played Brawl and Melee at the same time? Like, like, play Brawl and then go to Melee. You'll notice how mechanically different they are. Like, Brawl is so... Melee's better for the... the Tournament circuit, yeah. But from from what it brought to the table, I feel like Brawl brought more. It was the first Super Smash Brothers game to have third-party characters... They added the final smash. They added in a super underrated and overlooked story mode that had a bunch of beautiful cutscenes. And it was on the Wii. The Wii's amazing. And yeah. It brought more to the table. I'm locked in a room and I can only choose between the two I can play. I'm going to pick all if I'm by myself. It's more fun to play by yourself. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, the, single, single the single player, player is better. I, but I, I would say that it, as a multiplayer game with friends, I had more fun. I don't know. I I either had just as much, just as really? ma- just as much fun, or just a little bit more with Brawl because you're an I, item. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I do like I do like the the final smashes. Something about that just it's just so satisfying to pull off. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Haters, bring on your hate mail. All right. Who do you want to go, Robert, or you want me to go? You can go ahead. I just had like a thirty-five minute rant. <laughs> you, you had a lot. A very large rant, but it's no. It's, right. I, I like the rant. It's a huge thing. Can you blame it? It's a big deal. My my first unpopular opinion: Ocarina of Time is not the best Zelda game, and it's not even the best Zelda game on the sixty four. Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask Majora's is Mask way better. Baby. I put. I I would put a uh, uh, link to the past over it. I'd put Majora's Mask over it. I'd put Wind Waker over it. Would you Breath put- of the Wild was over it. Breath of the Wild. That's the Breath of the Wild is the only Legend of Zelda game that I've fully delved myself into, and that game is amazing. 
I would I would put a lot. I get why it was important. What it did, mm-hmm. it is. Everybody gushes over it. It is not the best. That's not like legit. Like if you wanted to play a game like that, Skyrim's better. Mm-hmm. But it's okay for what it's like. Kitty Skyrim. Okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not maybe, bad. Maybe like I've, I've I've played through it still multiple times, but it's. Every time I play it, I'm like, this is one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time. Yeah. I guess maybe I didn't play it when it, like, came out, so I don't get the, that nostalgic impact of it. Because at the time, sure, it was revolutionary, but just as a pure game perspective, it's okay. (laughs) The biggest thing that sandbox games get, or open world games get, the biggest thing they have to do, is uh, try to avoid, at least, is try to avoid being an empty world. And And that's all... Empty. Yeah, I haven't played it. I'm disagreeing. It is it, Breath <laughs> of the Breath of the Wild is empty, but the physics in it, I think, make up for it and all the stupid shit you can do. Yeah, and I, there, I, there's there's enough enemies to fight, and just just how breathtaking the world is, the environment, the uh, uh, what do you call it, the uh, the vibe that it, everything gives off while you're playing it. Is, uh, that map is huge. And I really don't believe there's only like six towns in it. Yeah, I think I think that was the point of it though. Is you're supposed to explore the wilderness. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Thing of the wilderness though, there's hardly anything. Like after the first three hours, you've done everything. Like there's you could create the what do they call it? Mob goblins or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. There's for their treasure chest. And you can fight those golems that appear out of nowhere sometimes, or those huge ass ogres, and, yeah, and then after a while, you're like food. See, I, I just had fun trying to find all the shrines, all the Korok seeds. Like, mm. I took it as a slow game. I wasn't rushing to, like, I want to do the next fight. I want to do this. I was just like, I'm, I'm just going to get lost. But Colton, would you put Ocarina of Time over Link's Crossbow training for the Wii? No. Skyward <laughs> 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 Sword? That's, that's the I, one that I, I've seen a lot of hate for. It's not that bad. I... I Ocarina of Time is better than that, but it's not that bad. People hate on it too much. Let's go back to Majora's Mask, though. Like, back then, games that made me shit my pants, <laughs> I, was, mm-hmm. I, didn't like, I didn't like. But as I got older, games that made me shit my pants are probably my favorite games now. Oh, yeah, because it, it, it adds just an element of, like, urgentness to it. Yeah. What was that, Robert? Like, like... Uh, what's what's the game that's got announced for a for a new version of it? Uh, Demon Souls. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the one um, you're most excited about. I'm excited was, for it. Y'all took us out Demon Souls all day. I was, I was 13 when the original Demon Souls came out, and there's this area in the game called like uh, Tower of Latria, and it is literally probably the scariest video game area I've ever explored. Hmm. Like it's a tower prison, and like. Uh, there's the guards. Mm-hmm. The ones that scare me the most are the uh, the prisoners. They like moan and scream every so often, and they like scream like right next to you. I don't, I don't, yes, I don't know that stuff kinda, like that's just unnerving. I don't know that sounds kind of hot. Like it is like one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had back oh, then, and I can't wait for the remake. I I'm excited. Would you put Ocarina of Time over Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks for the DS? 
See, I'm I missed the DS games. I can't I can't honestly say on that. Yeah, it became kind of a meme because that that's the one with the your, your link and you're on a train. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to play it though. I, I just download an emulator. I only played the console console games. Mm-hmm. I haven't played any of the, the, the sideline games. I played the Game Boy Color ones and uh the uh, Minish Cap, mm-hmm. and then I played the uh, A Link Between Worlds. I heard that one was really good. That one's really good. I've played Breath of the Wild and a bit of Link's Awakening, the remaster. I need to play more of it, but Breath of the Wild is the one I've like synced the most hours into. It's just it's, it's fun. A good game. Uh, you want right. to be a Zelda game growing up? Uh, Zelda fan growing up? Eric? No, not I just uh, I was PlayStation Two for most of my life, and then when I got the Wii, I didn't get to play Twilight Princess. You have a GameCube? I had it right at the end of its. Uh, I think I got a GameCube 2009 for $30. I was the opposite. I got the PS2 at the end of its life cycle. Mm. And like, um, I remember it being pretty infuriating because I bought the PlayStation 2 with my own money. Like a month later, the PlayStation 3 came out. And I was like, like son of a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at least you had the backlog of it. Though. There's so many yeah, games on so it. There's so many PS2 games. Yeah. If you go to the PS2, uh, you know, I'm not saying to go and download anything illegally, but... Uh, you go get the ROMs online, like it's a ginormous library. So much. I know, yeah, because I, I, I have a ginormous PS2 library at my house, and I'm, I'm sure that's not even a fraction of the games. Oh you know? yeah, it, it's huge. But uh, y'all want to move on to the right. on to Robert's Robert, next what's, one. What's your next unpopular opinion? Let's talk about sex scenes in video games. Sex scenes in video games. Sex scenes. Huh. They good. They bad. You think they should be in there? How censored do you think they should? Be? Um, I uh, think I have no problem with it. If I don't like it, I just won't play it. But I don't think they should be cut out just because people are like, "My children play this." I think there needs to be more hardcore BDSM scenes in video games. There's not enough representation. I I, I agree. I could get behind this. Yeah, or <laughs> you could get behind. Or you could get someone. Someone else could get behind you. VR BDSM experience. Oh, Iron Man. Let's petition it. <laughs> what is your opinion on sex scenes in games, Robert? So, oh, you know, I don't mean to go back to it, but The Last of Us Two had one too, and I'm, if you've heard about it, it's really bad. Yeah, I've heard it was really awkward. I, I haven't really. There's I just, no like you can go watch the video after this. There's literally no sexual tension leading up to it. Like it, it just happens. Who's having sex in the game? Ellie, Ellie and who? And her girlfriend? Or? Oh, Ellie. And her, but it's really off screen. It, it it's implied. The actual sex scene is between Abby and her ex boyfriend, I think, and it was really bad. Um, wasn't uncensored, so you see, you saw her titties. So, <laughs> no, a plus. This game is amazing. They did double Well, no, I don't mean to sound harsh, but you know, she looks like a man. Um, anyway, you know, like I think that's a bad way to use. Scenes. Just you know, just to have sex, just to have sex. It's like in the realm of. Have you heard of Retsuhaya Retribution? Oh, that that motorcycle no. game, right? Yeah, it, yeah. There's like sex scenes in I've that game. Like it literally just happen. Yeah, I've seen the clips where they look like lifeless dolls just kind of jumping against it's each like other. On that level, yeah. Like I could, I categorize that as bad sex scenes. Mm-hmm. What's like a, an example of a good sex scene in the game? The, the ones that are like. Applied. Can't really think of one. 
say, but I can think of the third version. Well, the third version is um, fun sex scenes. Oh, oh, okay. like God of War. God of War, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, that. and you I know, there, there are mini games, sex mini games. Yeah, and I like, I'm curious to think about your thoughts about those. Did you like those? God of War Four obviously didn't have one for obvious <laughs> reasons. But, um, I think it could have stepdad. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you? And he's like, boy, I need you to go in the corner and close your eyes. Oh, we can hope for God of War 5. Maybe Loki will be grown up. <laughs> oh, daddy's footsteps. It'll be uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki and... and Freya kind of kind of hot, though. You seen Freya in that game? No. I recently just got the, the new God of War because it was like 10 bucks. And I need to play it. <laughs> All right, uh, it's my turn again. It's me. All right, hold on a second. I have to get him. Okay. So with uh with like the game grumps and pro Jared, there's like uh I I know that I know they're not the only ones, but there's a bunch of people that for some reason recently have just been crapping all over like every single Sonic game, like all of them. So my unpopular opinion is that the Sonic Adventure games aren't bad. In fact, most Sonic games aren't bad. There is bad Sonic games, but I don't think most of them are bad. There's there's the Dark Age of Sonic. Yeah. With, like, Shadow the Hedgehog to, like, maybe, like... Uh, to maybe like Sonic 06. When, when Generations came out, like, that period was kind of a, a rough spot. But I'm I'm in the same autistic camp as you. <laughs> yeah. I love Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Sonic I, Adventure 1's also great. Yeah. The, oh. I mean, there's, there's parts, like, Sonic Adventure 1 has the big, the cat fishing sections, and those suck. But I feel like the rest of the game isn't bad. And Sonic Adventure 2, I don't... I don't think there's a part that's like especially that bad masterpiece that game is a masterpiece what what do you think robert this is a huge topic that me and derek have been discussing for years oh yeah yeah that is years and honestly he knows this but i'm a fan more i like sonic heroes more than the adventure games and it's okay to know that you're wrong yeah yeah, i i had heroes as well and i i enjoyed it but uh here's his sonic adventure 2 here's his fun Probably one of the most fun platformers I've ever played behind for Mario Sunshine, which I think is the best Mario game, by the way. That was going to be my unpopular opinion. It is the oh. best 3D Mario Ooh, game. Okay. Oh, I really hate that a lot of people say it's the worst. It is not. Are you it is hands down the fun. The location's amazing. The, the music choice in it is great. The platforming itself is fun. The introduction of Flood was a great mechanic that... I really hope that the rumors that it's getting uh, remastered, remastered on the Switch is true That'd be really because cool. I will shit my pants in excitement. Okay, I did not get to go 100% full autism on the Sonic games, so I'm going to yes, back it up going. a little bit and I'm going to keep my, going. I, I will completely <laughs> go with you. Let me talk, oh, let me say, because the Sonic Adventure games, um, Sonic Adventure 1, you know, it had its flaws, but it's an old game. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's old. Sonic, it's like, like, it, was, it was the first 3D Sonic game. Yeah. Cut a little slack. Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic and Shadow sections are probably some of the best Sonic levels to ever exist. Yeah, they're probably the best speed sections ever. And the music! The music is fantastic. The, music, the Chow! The Chow Radio! Chow Garden is also probably better than like 70% of the game, if I'm being honest. But the reason why I think Sonic Adventure 2 gets a lot of shit nowadays is because of those sections that are not the Chow Garden, that are not Sonic, that are not Shadow. Yeah. Well, I do have fun with... Uh, do you really have fun with the Tails sections? 
Maybe no not way. exactly the shooting. I do have fun with the uh, the uh, emerald hunting as long as it's not that giant space level. That level yeah. can suck it. But Pumpkin Hill, dude? Dude, the Pumpkin Hill is rap. The Pumpkin Hill case closed. Pumpkin that Hill. level because of the music. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I don't think those levels work because that game wasn't really built to work on verticality like gameplay. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of climbing in that, mm-hmm. like and slowing down. And like if you notice, Knuckles and Rogue. They move really quickly, like sonic speed. Yeah, they do run. run Wait, wait, guys. There's climbing. You can climb almost anything. Breath of the Wild, you can climb almost anything. Uh Did Breath of the Wild rip off Sonic Adventure 2? But hey, it's just a theory. A game (laughs) theory. Opinion, Matt Pat. Matt Pat, Matt Pat. But like, uh... Okay, like Shadow the Hedgehog, bad game. I'll admit that. Kind of fun, kind of cringy. Oh, I still, I still have a blast playing yeah, have it. A blast. But yeah, it's not good. It's bad. I can't lie, it's really fun to play. It's stupid. No, it's not a good Sonic game, but I fucking love it. Like kind of... Shadow's holding this big ass gun, dude. It looks just hilarious. gunning people down. And uh, a lot of people crap on Sonic Riders, but now that I think about it, I think both of them were kind of fun. I would For say shit, they're very man. average games. They're not great, but they're, they're not, not great, bad. But uh, I had fun with them. I think they're bad. I'm okay. being honest. I think they're horrible games. <laughs> I, feel like, air, oh, I the, get it. The air system kind of sucked, yeah. You know, they got they kind of fixed it in the second one, but yeah. like everything. Oh. And then uh people like Sonic Unleashed, I think, is a genuinely a good game. I played it. The, the, I still I I have not played that one actually. The warehouse segments are kind of like God of War for babies and kind of monotonous a little bit. But the daytime Combat? segments are like the beautiful, and Generations was great. Generations great. I will not. Generations accept, is good. Yeah, I will not accept anyone else any other opinion. Generations was great. So, have you guys played the original Sonics? Oh yeah, yeah. of course. And those are a lot of those are really good too. But it's like it's it's the opinion because because like right now it's it's popular to crap on Sonic games for some reason, and I feel like a lot of that was like if you if you ever listen to like the modern game grumps. Like, they crap mm-hmm. on Sonic all the time for, like, no reason. They crap on everything, though, that they're not yeah. paid to like. <laughs> Although, the, there was an episode where Aaron straight up admits that uh, he was at some party and he sang one of the Sonic Adventure 2 songs with the people, and he's like, I know I say I hate it, but I'm actually a Sonic fanboy yeah, at heart. Yeah, I've seen that clip. He really loves Sonic, but it's just that <laughs> attitude that he portrayed that got into a lot of people, like, that a lot of people also mm-hmm. portray. It's like, oh, Sonic sucks. No, Sonic's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I went full autismo enough, but uh, I keep telling my girlfriend that uh, her dog we we joke is autistic. I told him I told her I'm gonna buy him a Sonic the Hedgehog outfit. <laughs> Something about Sonic and autism just goes well together. It really does. <laughs> and uh, it, I keep I keep hearing rumors of Sonic Adventure Three, which I would die of happy. I wouldn't even get the because uh, I would die if it happened. I want it to come to Switch so I could take it where... What if they just port Sonic Adventure 2 to the Switch? That would be pretty awesome, actually. I would... No, they, they have not. That, that's, that's... I would buy it again. They you know ported that everything imaginable already. I'm surprised it's not like on smart fridges already. <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> bought that game. I've bought that game on three. I bought it on GameCube. Yo, I bought it on PC. I bought it on my 360. I bought it on my smart fridge. Yo, play Sonic Heroes on my smart fridge. 
Fuck yeah. All right, uh, Colton, what's your next one? It was the... Oh, yeah, the the Mario one, that one is already taken, though. So I'm going to go and say, uh, I think the Fallout games are overrated. Ooh, spicy. I, I've tried three New Vegas and four, and I I just couldn't get into them. <clears throat> the thing is, is uh, one and two are vastly different um, mm-hmm. onward. And if you talk to a bunch of a Fallout elitists, they'll tell you that three and onward don't exist. Wow. And... <laughs> They just don't exist. They're figments. I think they have some grounds to say that because one and two are so much different, and Fallout Three just kind of like took the name because I don't yeah. think the actually developed the first two. I think it was someone else. So I understand why they're saying that. And one and two are pretty good games. They're not like groundbreaking. A lot of people like to say they're amazing games, but Fallout as a whole is just a really overrated series to me. I, I completely agree with you. It's just like I've tried playing it because I I've had people tell me how fun it is, and I I'll play. I I've bought three of them. Like I said, I had three New Vegas and four, and I play each one for about three four hours, and I'm just like I I just don't feel it. Like I don't know what it is about it. It just does not click with me. I think it it finally came crashing down like with seventy six because everyone can agree that that was a disappointment. You know, I feel like I'm the type, though, that I would play it, and that would be my favorite one. Ugh. You hipster. <laughs> you Fallout hipster. You disgust me. <laughs> yeah, my new gaming opinion. Fallout 76 is the best Fallout. <laughs> Fight me. I think it just comes down to mechanics, because, Derek, you, have you played Fallout? I, I've never played a Fallout game, so I, I don't There's, really know a lot about the series. It's a weird mix. It's like... It wants to be a survival game, but it also wants to be an RPG, and it also wants to be, like, five other kinds of games, like a shooter, mm-hmm. and, like, it doesn't work. Huh. It doesn't work to me. It's too many mishmashes of too many genres, and, you know, it just falls flat to me. I've never been able to get into one either. Like, the farthest yeah. I've gotten is Vegas. That one was okay, but... I, I didn't finish it. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one then. That seems to be the favorite among the Fallout fans is New Vegas. A lot of people it, it New Vegas. Pretty good, but I I can never finish them because I just get bored out of my mind with the gameplay. Hmm. I'll just I I uh, I have Steam and I play on PC every now and again, so I'll have to try them out. But all right. All right, Derek, you want to hit us with another one? I think I think it's Robert's turn. Robert, did you have another? Oh, one? is it Rob? Okay, my bad. Oh, uh. Actually, have one, but I'm gonna. Since I stole your Mario one, let's do like a quick little fun thing and like let's rank the Mario games real quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, are we going all Mario games or just, just 3D, 3D Mario, Mario games? games? Like, let's go bottom tier first and then make our way up. Okay, so bottom tier is uh, Super Mario Galaxy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what would be bottom tier? I think personally, I think a lot of people would hate me for saying this, but I think. One of the most boring Mario games I've ever played is probably Super Mario Bros. 3. Oh, wow. A lot of people will hate you for that. Yeah, that like, would be a pretty... That's an unpopular I, opinion. <laughs> I do not like Super Mario Bros. 3. And I slightly... only slightly like Super Mario Bros. 2 a little more. I know that's the one a lot of people don't like. Which one, though? The uh, the actual Super Mario Bros. 2 or the, uh, the one that's like Doki Doki Panic but Super Mario Bros. 2? I don't know. I didn't even know there was two versions. Yeah, yeah well, because he, here in America, we got... It was called Super Mario Brothers 2, but it was, like, a completely different yeah, style. It, it it's where res- you jump on the people and pick them up. Yeah, it was a reskin of a game called Doki Doki Panic, and... Yeah, like the squiggly line art? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. So, 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't really like that game either. It's not even a Mario game originally. Yeah, yeah no, it was the original Japanese Super game. Mario Brothers 2, the, uh, the Japanese decided that it was too hard for American audiences yeah. and just released Doki Doki Panic reskinned. Yeah, and, and Super Mario Brothers 2 only got released uh, with the Super Mario All-Stars. It was called The Lost Levels. Mm-hmm. That was when we got to play the actual Super Mario Brothers 2. Japanese thought we were really stupid. Yeah. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong, but uh, yeah. We're you know, not gamers like, like them. Released like a dumbed down version of Final Fantasy. And it wasn't just to us. Like the first Final Fantasy game that Europe got was uh, like called Final Fantasy Legends or something like that. Hmm. It was a dumbed down version of Final Fantasy. Like, that's a whole yeah, yeah, no, I've. I've heard th- that's becoming a thing now. Like, everybody loved it at the time, but then realized it w- was, like, stupid, and they all hated it. But I see people now starting to like it again. As one of the bombest, like, OSTs out of any Final Fantasy. Like, they, like, hmm. contracted, like, a local indie band to make the... Oh, that's, pretty, that's actually pretty neat. <laughs> like, it has really good... <laughs> that's cool. I'll, have to, I'll have to give it a listen. So, that's really... The battle theme is so good. So you you would put Mario Brothers two at bottom tier, and you would put Mario Brothers three at bottom tier. But like apparently that's not also your guys' opinion. No, yeah. no. Let, 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 let's all just go through a quick ranking because if we try to argue it out, it'll take forever. We could have a whole separate episode about that, honestly. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Making games. Do you want to save this segment for another episode? Give them a sneak peek. The okay, okay. Like uh, rank. I, all I know is that uh, Odyssey's top tier. I, I totally agree. It's above Sunshine, though. I honestly have no. never played Sunshine, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Sunshine is number one. Odyssey's probably my number two. Odyssey's got to be up there, yeah. And uh, what about the... Well, because there's like... Some of them are just like New Super Mario Brothers Wii and New Super Mario Brothers this. And- yeah, all those New Super Mario Bros. I'd probably put them... Like, Deadshot in the middle. Yeah, because they're just average Mario games. Yeah, like, the level design is good and all that. It's just the art style is so boring. Like, when it, the it's first so one on the DS was awesome because it's, like, new 2D Mario game, new art style. Yeah. But Mega then they Mushroom. just didn't change it. Yeah, it just, they upscaled it in HD, kind of. And then it's, uh, yeah. What about the uh, the 3D, Super Mario 3D Land and World? Where would those be? The Wii U one, I would put higher than the 3DS one. Hmm, okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I can never remember which one is which. And then Galaxy, the one, one and two. A lot of people would probably say, "Oh, that's top tier, best game." Yeah, Galaxy is. Yeah, a lot of people probably like my third favorite. Okay. Galaxy two is probably my fourth, and then Galaxy's fifth. My third favorite would probably be the original sixty four. Super Mario sixty four. Okay, yeah, a lot of people still can return back to that game. See, I I still I I enjoy I play it and I enjoy it, but that might be my least favorite of the 3D Mario's. It's like it's 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 a good game. It would still be like top tier. It's just has it just not aged that well for you? Not even that. It just maybe I've I've overdone myself on it because I've played played it so many times. I might just be burnt out on it. It might just be being bitter. Hmm, Okay. Tried the DS version, the DS remakes. Yeah, I was gonna. Ask I about did. Some of my really good remakes. Wario and Yoshi and stuff. What really? do you think about the Wario World series? I never got a chance to play them. Just remember that they had a lot of cool things if you can link it up with your GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was WarioWare, which was like WarioWare is fun as shit. Yeah, it's just like like fast mini games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, it's it's in the realm of like 
having like stupid fun like his like the original Mario parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I would say not even mini games. They'd be like micro games. Micro, yeah, they're like two. Three they're seconds. like three seconds yeah. at most. It's very Japanese. It's a very Japanese concept. Like, yeah. Are we missing anything? Uh, Hotel Mario for the CDI top tier. Oh, that is that is beyond top tier. That's <laughs> god tier. That's yeah, god tier Mario. Remember, we didn't talk about the Zelda game for CDI. Oh, that's also uh, top tier. <laughs> Unpopular gaming opinion, I've masturbated to those cutscenes. <laughs> I've came to those cutscenes. I didn't say that. Oh. Miss 7 YouTube. Two poops. YouTube poops. <laughs> Classic. Alrighty. Uh, I'll go back to my, uh, my third uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, the Nintendo Switch uh, store, the store on the Nintendo Switch is awful, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's... Uh, they have a lot of wasted potential when it comes to like the portability of them bringing old games, like the Virtual Console for Wii. They could do something like yeah. that on the Switch, but they're just not doing it. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion, though. It's just something I wanted to say, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, it's. I totally agree. Yeah, I it, mean, it it could be so much more. Me and Robert have had this conversation before. My theory is that the reason why they're not porting a lot of games right now. Is because remember on the Wii U, they got a lot of shit because that's all they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Wii U, they were making their money on the Wii U had a giant virtual console, probably even bigger than the Wii, right? The amount of original games to ports was pretty pretty sad. Yeah. Wii U, to be honest, I feel like they're afraid to do that, but like it makes the store very like I hardly visit the Nintendo store. It's just a garbage. You can't. I hate because it's so hard to actually find I shit. It's find, not organized well. If I go on a Nintendo store and the first thing I see is Hentai Anime Poker Night 5, it, something's I wrong am here. absolutely <laughs> spending my money immediately. <laughs> I can't believe those games are actually on there. Yeah, like, they, you know, it was an article. Yeah. It was like Uncensored Hentai is on the uh, is on Switch store. Oh, yeah. I was just reading a thing today about <laughs> a, a, it's a new shooter. It's like a shoot-em-up. That's where, a real- with girls, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you have to shoot off their clothes because their clothes are infected. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the studio that made it is, I think, called, like, One-Handed Studio or something oh like God. that. And there's a one-handed mode in the game Jesus. <laughs> that you can play with one hand so you can be free to jerk off. Ah, finally, a game for me. Nintendo wants to break free of the family console. <laughs> and that's the way they want to do it with hentai tired of it okay. legit they have uh like censored the were before they got on the switch they were actually anti-visual novels like, they have a pretty big one on there obviously the age scenes are gone <laughs> they have uh Nicopara, which is a pretty big visual novel here in the west because i don't know i think it's on steam or something and it's on switch <laughs> It's on the Switch. Yeah. So, is Mario Odyssey, going back to the earlier discussion, are we going to get a graphic full penetration Mario Peach <laughs> sex scene? <laughs> Where you can play, you, it's an interactive, press A. You use the joy, no, you have to thrust the Joy-Con, the Joy-Con. motion control. And if you, hopefully you don't get Joy-Con drift from doing that. <laughs> Imagine if the drift was like a mechanic. Like they, they know they <laughs> won't. Like they're not gonna fix. Their, they're not gonna fix the joy cons. They're like <laughs> they, just start, so they, just... they just start making games around the joy con drift. And if like during the Peach and Mario sex scene, if the if the joy con drifts, like Mario like slips out. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> uh, whoops! Uh, ooh! 
like jabs her in the asshole or something. It jabs her eye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the store the store is pretty bad, and uh, they need to fix that, and make it more because they have it where they're like they just let there's like a hundred games uploaded to the store like every like day. That's too many games. Yeah, it's I just I would like a way to filter through it. Yeah, just section it off or something. Do something, please. And also, is their supply into the indie market because they need a lot of help getting recognized. Yeah. Like, mm. It but, doesn't help that it's shoved in our face because nobody's gonna buy it because it's kind of like seen as like bloatware and annoying. Yeah. You know. Even though there's some quality games, you just don't know because it, there's no user reviews. They literally sold a game for a quarter like a few weeks ago. I don't even know what it was, but oh, my little sister got a game that was being sold for one cent. What is wrong? Like, what is what is wrong? Also, side note, uh, the, uh, the, when you sign up for Nintendo Switch Online, you get, like, the free NES and SNES games. I yeah. don't think that's a good substitute for an actual virtual console. Oh, no. Like, I'm going to take it because that's all we have, yeah. but it's not. I think it's really lazy. It's probably one of the shittiest perks to having a premium subscription out of the three consoles. Yeah, I think like, Xbox has, like, that gamer pass, and yeah. then mm-hmm. PlayStation has the free games PS every Plus, month. yeah. And, you know, Nintendo just has here play, old games. Yes, 20, 30-year-old games. Here, play Donkey Kong Country. Shut up. <laughs> hey, Donkey Kong Country actually do be good, though. Hey, so It do be Donkey Kong Country, though. <laughs> All right, Anybody Colton, else got any... Uh, Colton, did you have any more? Nah, I think that's uh, that's mine. Robert, did you have any more? Uh, I've come up with two. How many do you have left? I have one more left. So you can say yours, then I'll say mine, then you say yours. All right. So let's go more on the, I'm going to say like, not necessarily journalist side, but um, review bombing and a uh, new phenomenon that's been going on around reverse bombing. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you have like games that will get bombed, review bombed, say on sites like Metacritic. Mm by users just to hate on the game but then you have people who are these are people like normal people and critics you know that will purposely give it a game a 10 out of 10 just to boost its rating even though a lot of people know the game has a lot of flaws you know, like the last of us is pretty like if you go on metacritic all the critics like i'd say like 99 percent of them or maybe 90 percent are all like 100 out of 100 on metacritic and I know that's not true because yeah, if you go to a lot of like um, not necessarily professional like you know, like amateur reviewers on YouTube, like the more well known ones, they're giving it like six out of ten, seven out of tens, and like it makes you think what exactly is going on. If like, you know, press pe- people trying to balance it out, but yeah, you can't trust the press anymore because yeah, this has been going on for a while. Like gaming journalism has been on the downcline for the past like five years. Where, like, the major publications, like, uh, the Call of Duty, 9 out of 10, and then an actual good game, 6 out of 10. Yeah, like, like... I mean, not that Call of Duty's bad, but it's... There's whole meme, like, Twitter pages dedicated to, like, like, IGN rated Fortnite 9.6 out of 10, and so there's a Twitter page called Games Think... IGN Thinks Are Worse Than Fortnite, and it's just all the games that were reviewed lower. <laughs> it's just screenshots of games that were reviewed lower than Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like it <laughs> system. That's why I personally don't like decimal scores because they lead to like situations like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Random ass scores that they think works. 
the person who paid for it. Yeah, be- well, because like the problem with IGN a lot of times is like the what they say in their reviews does not equal the score. Like they'll they'll completely rag on like, oh, this is the same repetitive game, nothing new, blah blah blah. And be like, Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. And you're like, wait, what? What? What was I just listening to yeah. in this review? <laughs> yeah, I think I think the best way to get reviews now is find like a YouTube reviewer who the games that you like he likes like go to stuff that you've already played see what they say about it yeah find somebody with a similar opinion and then kind of like don't be- judge it ba- solely on that but just that way you kind of have an idea we only watch john tron and that's it he doesn't even review <laughs> games anymore i'm i'm okay with that though i love john uh, tron John's great we only watch some call me johnny and that's it i don't like, watch that channel so i'm sorry <laughs> that's pretty big IGN right now that's getting a lot of heat. Well, it got a heat a couple months ago, obviously, but the Pokemon Sword and Shield one, and it's this particular line uh, that she says is uh, quoted her, the person who wrote this. The elated surprise of not knowing what's coming is something that the series does extremely well if you manage to play it relatively unspoiled. Oh, anyone who's played Pokemon knows that that line is a bunch of bullshit. It is every game every is the same. Because every <laughs> fucking game is exactly. You know, this has Pokemon. And sometimes it has the same Pokemon. Yeah, no, no, it's a surprise. It's a every game surprise. Like in uh, when they did when they remade uh, Ultra Ruby and Omega Sapphire in the dead middle of the game, uh, there was that part where you play as a gunman going into a Pokemon Center and you just you just murder everyone in the Pokemon Center. That was a very and then, it, and then it cuts to when you're playing as your mom in the sex scene. <laughs> yeah, those were very surprising and shocking moments in the game. <laughs> yeah, based on that line alone, you can tell that these, this author has probably played like be one Pokemon game. It, it, they've either done that or they were paid to say something. Mm-hmm. It's funny that that particular line is not harmonize with Pokemon at all. Yeah, no, for sure. Anyone who's played Pokemon knows that to not be true. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, unless you're playing, like, XD Gale of Darkness or Pokemon Snap. It's the same thing. Play Gale of Darkness? I, yeah. I, I know it's different. I know there's a lot of different things. I've seen, like, clips of it online. GameCube Pokemon games are probably... I think they're better than the mainline games. They're better than, like, Sword and Shield right now? I think like that those Pokemon games had like a more mature tone. Like you literally- Oh yeah, I I loved Coliseum as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I really wish they'd go back to that. Like yeah, I've, I've, make like a mature Pokemon game. Yeah, for Sword and Shield, I thought they were going to have it like a full-fledged story, maybe some cutscenes, some dialogue, something. But then they're like And no. it was Pokemon again. They're like, no, you want big Pokemon, right? We give you big Pokemon. They literally just took the scale tool. Yeah, skill or like new mechanic. <laughs> but, but the yeah. coolest thing is like you can get like fifteen hundred health with Blissey when you Dynamax it. It's the coolest thing out of that. That's it. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, with gaming journal, like no, no one really trusts. Like Kotaku was once like the number one gaming journalism news site, and like no one, no one trusts Kotaku anymore. Yeah, nobody cares no anymore. One, like. No one goes to Kotaku for news. I remember game trailers back in the day. Yo! GT was the freaking... That was, man, that was my site. I was there every day. Yeah, I was... On that website, that was my homepage. (laughs) Explorer said that crap to my homepage. Yeah, I remember game trailers and Screw Attack were my favorite, like, gaming websites. Oh, yeah. Forgot they were... 
forgot they were more than just death battle, to be honest. Yeah. Now, well, they have, they have a separate page called Game Attack now. Oh yeah. yeah, that's where they do like their their podcasts and their let's plays and uh, stuff that's not death battle, which everyone just kind of just watches death battle now. Go into like a whole thing about death battle, yeah. about how, how inaccurate half of their crap is. <laughs> Unpopular gaming opinion: death battle's not that cool. Can't believe, be like I love Link. It's fucking cloud, dude. Hmm. All right, well, I'll go into my last uh, gaming opinion so we can head into the question section. And I just want you all right, that's... I want you all to know that SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom is better than SpongeBob the movie game, and I will not apologize for it. It's directly... What's up? Is this a direct hit to me? I remember that, yeah, I remember that you had thought that. But I know there's other it's people... Just... There's other people that, just... uh, that thought that, too. There's, like, a lot of people... I don't that... think that's a... a unpopular opinion though i thought the consensus was the consensus was that a uh, battle for bikini bottom was the best one i know there's there's people who think the opposite I, i'm one of them I, I think the spongebob squarepants movies like one of the best spongebob games I, I feel like battle for bikini bottom is better because it's an open world and uh the other ones the the movie game's too linear and the cutscenes where they just use screenshots from the movie instead of just using clips are garbage but to be honest with you, I haven't played the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants movie game in probably like ten to fifteen years. <laughs> like if I went back to it, I probably wouldn't say it's the best anymore. But no, oh, that's what he's saying now, and he's standing by it. He's standing by. I will die on this hill. I still think it's the. Alrighty, well, I guess that's every- is that everybody's opinions. Anyone else have any final pieces? I'll play Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is. I like Kingdom Hearts. Still like, never played Kingdom Hearts. You need to like, play I really Colton. Wanted a, wanted a Kyrie and Mickey sex scene so bad that I can get <laughs> Oh boy. Oh. Minnie walks in halfway through Mickey, and then guns him down. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, uh, I love Kingdom Hearts, but out of context, even in context, these games make no sense. People have tried explaining the story to me and I I, I don't <laughs> get it. Robert, and I still don't understand half the shit. Robert, do you remember that part where Aqua's like, hey, and it's uh, Aqua's talking to Mickey, and Aqua's like, Mickey, I feel I may be uh, going closer to the dark side. And Mickey just straight up asks with, but you'll be okay, right? <laughs> uh, that's, how, that's how Star Wars should have had. <laughs> Anna, can you turn him to the dark side? But you'll be okay. But you'll be okay, right? You'll, but you'll be okay, right? <laughs> you make that edit. He asked that, and then you just put Mickey there instead. <laughs> but you'll be, I'll have to. <laughs> I'm trying to find that clip where he says that, but I can't find it. I forget which game it's from. Um, I don't remember. But yeah, the, uh, that, that could be a whole nother podcast. But uh, let's get into some questions. And remember, guys, if, if you guys want your questions answered on the podcast, you can DM me on Twitter or Instagram at Hugger Derek. Send me your question. I usually put up a little thing on Snapchat and on Twitter and on Instagram before. And you were good because you actually did it the day before we recorded this time. Yeah, I finally remembered to do it the day before instead of two hours. <laughs> but yeah, we have a good significant amount of questions. So uh, let's not dilly or dally. You guys ready? I am. Are these questions related to the topic or are they just random ass questions? Random some questions. Some of them okay. are related. Some of them are random. Okay, let's hear them. 
at goddess underscore moon 24 on Instagram asks, what do you think about dating in 2020? We're all, um, we're all in relationships. Yeah. I <laughs> dating is going real good for me because it's one girl going really well. Yeah. Like it's kind of different for me because you know, uh, my relationship has to do a lot with uh, us going out. It's like, we don't have our own place. I'm still living with my parents, and so is she. So, you know, it doesn't really work in this context. <laughs> it it does make it a lot harder to have yeah. just, like, you time. Yeah. You know, this is probably a good trial for people who are like this in similar situations. Like, you have to put in the effort to keep in contact, mm-hmm. even though physical contact is pretty hard right now um you know just keep talking to them ask them how they're doing every day tell them how much you how much you feel about them yeah i mean i had the same thing with my girlfriend uh it we both live with our parents and my uh sometimes the situation can get pretty kind of difficult but you just got to make sure that you're always like trying your best to to give attention and you know, always being hey. there, trying to see each other as much as you can and letting them know that, hey, I'm here and I love you and care about you. Hey, you got to put in the effort. Yeah. You got to put it in, in the butt, too. What? You put a mask on your dick, though. <laughs> you got to make, make sure you put a mask Can't on Can't sneeze. That's you. All righty. Uh, the next question comes from at jreen49 on Instagram. He writes in, between the top shooters of the past decade, i.e. Halo, Call of Duty, Gears of War, what do you think has had a better franchise? Not put out games for money, but more has had the more the most solid games throughout the series. Hmm, that's a good question. In, in just the past decade? Yeah, like more of the modern ones. Oh, as an evolving franchise? To be frank, I think I probably have to give it to Call of Duty. Call of Duty or maybe Battlefield. Because Battlefield Five was a bit of a miss, but before that it had been... I honestly haven't played a lot of FPSs, so I'm not really equipped to answer this one. It's kind of fallen out of the limelight a little bit. Yeah, Halo hasn't been relevant since Halo 3 to yeah, me. Yeah, because people um, didn't like 4 and 5. If I have to much. give one that's had a strong, uh, you know, a strong franchise in the last 10 years, it'd probably be Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, I, I agree has, with that. It has consistently put out games that people buy a lot of. And, and like, uh, the newest one was good. I liked World War II a lot. Like, yeah. there have been misses, but there have been some hits as well. Yeah, I don't think anyone would say that even the most haters can say that they're bad games. Like, they were They're just they repetitive. Well. Yeah. But, yeah, they're not... They play well. They're they're fun enough to play. Yeah, they're... they're I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, uh, we can also talk about this as the involvement of the companies. EA hasn't really evolved in the past 10 years. They've been the same pieces of crap. They, they mm-hmm. might have gotten worse, actually. They're giving us Skate 4, though, so I don't care. I'll suck their dick. <laughs> you know, but Activision, I don't know what they're plotting. I don't know if, if they have ulterior, mo- ulterior motives or not. But, um, the current Call of Duty, all DLC expansions, free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've gotten better as a company. If I have to say the best shooter you can play right now is probably Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. Or Fortnite. Uh-huh. Did you hear something, Robert? <laughs> Y'all hear some? <laughs> Knight? Fork knife? Yeah, the first part. 
Uh, all right. I guess we'll go to the next question. At I am who am underscore underscore on Twitter asks, he uh, said, says a quote, people only play Animal Crossing to pick up chicks. How many people has have actually scored or gotten lucky from this game? <laughs> well, I mean, I got my girlfriend into it, so does that count? Do you think there's guys that like, because uh, he said that he knows people who's, who've done that. You think there's guys that go up there and be like, listen, well, hey, Animal Crossing. Can I'm going to ask Valerie if she's had any guys try that on her. <laughs> may I please, may I please... Animal Let me see your village. Let me see your village. Show me your show me village, please. I'll give you my Tom Nook. I'm not too sure about the statistics <laughs> on that. But um just, just my personal experience. My sister is not very much of a she's not really much of a gamer. She'll play a game here and there. She actually went out and bought a Switch for Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of people that did. Yeah, a lot of people I'm hooked on it. Like she is like she didn't play any games before this, and she's logged something like three hundred hours onto it. That's a so, lot of hours. You know, and currently with the current you know COVID, a lot of people went on and bought switches. Like you can't buy a switch online right now. Mm. I mean, you can maybe get a switch light, but like OG switch, yeah. you can't get. I like even no, when I wanted to get Breath of the Wild, I went to GameStop. They're like, yeah, we only have digital copies. I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah. I think honestly, if you wanted maybe pick up it because you can connect on the game maybe find if someone's playing it around you those a lot of girls are playing it yeah yeah there are a lot of women that are playing animal crossing so i mean maybe, maybe. if you let them you let them visit your village get them get some good shit it's, maybe they'll, maybe they'll give you a little suck yeah you get to, <laughs> you get to show them your wiener <laughs> Uh, before we move on to the next question, shout out to my friend I am who I am underscore underscore on uh, Instagram, my buddy Gabriel. He actually has a podcast going on right now. Oh, I'll be damned. Yeah, uh, let me get that. You going to guest on it? He actually asked us if we want to come on, and I was like, yeah, let me talk to my co-host. Uh, co-host. Uh, the, the, uh, the podcast is called The Math Club. It's a conversational comedic podcast, kind of like ours. And it's on okay. Spotify and most places you'd find podcasts. So, well, what yeah. I'm hearing is it's a competitor, so we have to shit talk it. It's yeah, horrible. It's Nobody worst. listened to. Go review bomb it. Yeah, I hear they like Friends better than Seinfeld. So, <laughs> no, but go go check lovely podcast. Go check out the Math Club. Uh, wherever I'll you find I'll podcasts, give a, I'll give it a listen too. Yeah. You have anything to say, Robert? Math. <laughs> <laughs> I like math. I was Literally my math. least favorite subject. I, was like, I wasn't mad at it. Like, fuck math, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I like legit hate their podcast name. <laughs> the Math Club. I'm sure it's fine and all, but like, I hate your name. They have a good picture. Like, their, uh, the picture for their podcast is uh, my friend Gabriel at a desk with his microphone naked, and he has a parental advisory sticker over his junk. That dude is committed. What oh. we got to do that, Derek? Yeah, I'm gonna have to do it. Uh, it's good. Let's work. like let's 69 <laughs> and, and just blur it out. Just blur it out. Alrighty. Uh, at intro dot George on Instagram asks. Uh, oh yes, yes to two questions. All uh, right. What are your dream collaborations? Uh, I honestly would like to collaborate. There's this podcast I listen to called The Snark Tank. 
and uh, it's the this YouTuber Chris Raygun and some black guy, and with a friend Tom Sweeney. They have a really funny podcast, and I was heavily inspired by them to make a podcast, and they inspire a lot of my comedy. Sincere, See, my, sincere message. My mine is uh, just anybody rich who would give us a lot of money. <laughs> would give us money, uh, Will Smith. Will Smith Will, would be my dream if collaborator. If we get Will Smith on the podcast, my life would, I would I would probably just commit suicide afterward because <laughs> it's like, not getting better than that. No, in the podcast. What's up? Your dominance. You say you commit suicide on the podcast, like on air. On the podcast and show your dominance. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think you can assert your dominance over Will Smith. He's Will Smith. I don't yeah. know. How can you top committing suicide? On a podcast, I think you just not get cheated on by your wife. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> or just being Will Smith is already a win, though. Oh, I love that man, Robert. I know you have a YouTube channel and you do animations and stuff like that. Uh, what's one of your top collaborators you would like to collaborate with? Not necessarily in the animation field, but like legit, I'd like to be on Good Mythical Morning one day. <laughs> just that would be uh, honestly, if we could, because they have a podcast right called uh, Ear Biscuits. We get them on the show. Yeah, yeah, it's a or their podcast, and I'd love to be on either of them. Like the nasty food shit they do all the time. Like yeah. I'm legit, like I'm like into like almost vomiting. I, I, yeah, yeah. Or I like when they do like fast food stuff because that just sounds oh, I, really fun. I love fast food. Yeah, I want to be on Grimmel. I love both of those men more than life. Life itself. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Good Mythical Morning's a great show. I actually just it's genuinely it, a wholesome fun show. Yeah. They're just likable people. They're just really nice people. You remember that uh, just real quick. Do you guys remember that feud they had with Steven Crowder for a bit? Not to bring no. that up. I people. don't remember that. There's this uh this conservative YouTuber called uh oh, well the show's called Lotter with Crowder, but Steven Crowder is the guy's name. And on one of the episodes of Good Mythical Morning, their producer Stevie, you you know Stevie. Yeah. She called, they showed, uh, they had a meme like episode where they talk about memes and they showed the change my mind meme. You know that meme? Yes. That's Steven Crowder. And she's, she's oh, talking okay. about Steven Crowder. She's like, yeah, Steven Crowder, the piece of S. The piece of <laughs> S. And then that sparked the whole like, like thing between them. Although Rhett and Link never got into it, it's mainly just Crowder and Steven. She just laughed it off. Like, they, looked at, they looked at the camera like all awkwardly after she made that comment. Yeah, calling him a I'm sure they didn't um, expect it. To be a family friendly like show. Yeah, that was they're probably like, oh god. Like, damn it. Now now we're in drama. And then Crowder went after them because they said they used to be Christian and now they're mm -hmm. not Christian. They they talked on their podcast about how they, they got away from their faith. And Crowder, mm -hmm. Crowder didn't like that too much. Crowder like digged up like all this shit on them. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I haven't even heard about any of this about them. Yeah. And he found all of it. <laughs> I don't want to cross that dude. Holy shit. Yeah. I like, I, I don't agree. So we're that. saying it. Huggercast official stance. Fuck you, Crowder. Come <laughs> yeah, after We want us. some beef. No, but, uh, yeah. It'll it, boost the numbers. It was a pretty, uh, intense beef. A little bit. Like, especially for someone like Gamythical Morning, you know? Yeah, like, like, you don't think of them as troublesome people. And it wasn't even their fault. It was their producer. She didn't get anything. Yeah, but he gave her shit about it. Did did anyone give her like crap about it? They called her out, but nothing happened. Yeah, nothing came out of it. I would have liked to see uh, give Mythical Morning on louder with Crowder to talk about it, but he invited know. him. Live boxing match. Oh, 
Live kissing match. It's going to end up in a draw. <laughs> uh, but the uh, second question that uh, that George sent, what is one YouTuber you'd like to meet? Which I guess kind of falls in the first one. I would like to meet Good Mythical Morning. Red Link. I want to meet Oni. Yeah, Oni sounds like Oni. No, or, Psychic uh, Pebbles. Yeah, Oni, I want to meet Psychic Pebbles Oni more. Oni or Psychic Pebbles. I would love to meet Jontron as well. What about you, Robert? Yeah. Joji before he became Joji. Oh, when he was filthy Frank. Frank. Yeah. Frank. I'd still like to meet Joji. He seems like it'd be cool. I guess. I used to really want to meet H3H3, but now there's too much drama surrounding that. Really? What's going on with him? You didn't hear about all that stuff? Like, it was the whole drama between him and Keemstar, and him and that other guy, Some Ordinary Gamer. Everyone's digging up everything on everybody. I want to meet the irate gamer. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's some old E2 drama. He's coming back. Yeah. Did he's... you see that? He and the AVGN are collaborating. Yeah, and his recent videos get a sizable amount of views. Oh. 2020 sure is a weird year. <laughs> it really freaking is. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, next question. At Matt Garcia underscore 32 on Instagram writes in, uh, aside from making content, how have you kept yourself occupied? I guess this is more for me. Yeah. I'm out of work right now. Uh, Looking for jobs. (laughs) It's a good good use of your time. Yeah, looking for jobs and making content. Cool. Yeah. Uh, You want want us to help you out? This answer, maybe. I'm in about all our stuff. Yeah, sure. What what Um, are you you guys doing? Working. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not to rub it in <laughs> you know having a job being employed i hate it <laughs> what about you there's actually, uh, there actually a coronavirus scare at my job oh oh, shoot. oh where do you work i work at a graphic shop oh, oh yeah. and well i got sent home they're only keeping like two three maybe guys there but most of the staff isn't there anymore i'll got sent home oh yeah i just been extra time to work on school work out yeah, oh, yeah. I've been uh I started working out last week and I'm uh I'm keeping to it. That's you know? good. Yeah. See, that's something you're doing to keep time uh past time then too. You start working out. I'm getting swole. Gonna be the right. swole cast soon. <laughs> the swoller cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh next question. At it's my D on Twitter, my my love lovely girlfriend that I love very much. Uh, she didn't send a question. She just sent the phrase, the sentence, Fortnite is overrated. Apex is for adults, as in the big boys. I I agree with that. Yeah, not, not, not a whole lot to argue there. Robert? Mm, I guess. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of boring right now, though. Boring for like a couple months already. Yeah, the Battle Royale thing's kind of played out for me. I'm kind of like, glad, I'm, I'm glad it's dying out. Most fun, I, like I know a lot of people don't like it, but like the most fun I had with it when it was first got really big was with PUBG, and I had a lot of fun with PUBG. But the clones after that didn't really see, they didn't really suck me in. Have you guys yeah. played uh, was the Call of Duty's uh, Royale Blackout? Zone. Yeah, it's called Warzone. It's it's oh okay. God. Is it good? Fine. It's fine. It's, it's the battle the, royale. It's the same shit over and over again. I mean, it takes a little bit of different. 
mechanic wise, but you know, it's still the same shit at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. but has uh, Travis Scott done a uh, done a concert in Warzone? I don't think so. Yeah, Fortnite's the best. Your That's girlfriend's true. wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Captain got we got yeah. epically pwned. Yeah. Ding dong, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> At it's that guy Kyle on Twitter writes in. He says, "I'm late. Uh, uh, what are your opinions on tacos? Do you prefer flour or corn? And be honest, why do you prefer flour? I guess he kind of guessed. I was, yeah, I prefer flour. Flour for breakfast tacos. Corn for like, not breakfast tacos. Flour for everything. Maybe the outlier and say I prefer a hard shell. Okay, hard shell taco, pretty good. What have you ever tried? Like a breakfast taco in a hard shell." I have not tried that. That mm. doesn't sound very appetizing, though. Eating an egg in a hard shell. Oh, well, but, but, huh? Gotta check that out. What on our food I'll episode? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're that. That's we gotta plan that out sometime. Yeah. Uh, a few episodes away. Probably yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I prefer flour in most situations. Hard shell's good. Corn is good. Uh, have you guys, have you guys, uh, do you guys enjoy the, uh, the mini tacos? Like you get from I trucks? I love them. Especially ones you get from trucks? Yeah, that's, oh. They're, mm, that I is tried, A1. I tried lengua from one of those trucks and it was so good. So good. I'm hungry now. Damn it. I feel like I could get a little snacky. Mm. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, at OMG underscore Selena on Twitter writes in, who do you think would be, who do you think would win for president between Trump or Kanye? If Kanye wins, do you think it would be a positive change or worse? I said like last week, I would pray that if Kanye won, that he would just listen to what his advisor said and like hired good people. Yeah. I. But, but it's, it's, it's going to be a shit show either way. The thing is, I, he's, uh, I, I was reading, or I was watching a video, they were talking about, like, his He's come out as, like, very conservative yeah, he in a lot of his things. So he's very pro-life. He's very pro-putting uh, religion in everything, and everything in the way we run our country. Yeah. Which, eh. So. <laughs> nah, I love you, Kanye, but get yeah. out of politics. I was gonna be like, oh, vote for Kanye, that'd be kind of cool, but maybe not. Yeah, the more I'm learning about it, the more it's like, uh, uh. What do you, what do you think, Robert? Like, with the current racial, like, situation going on right now, I think he'd probably win. Yeah. For being honest. People would I can another, see that. Another black man in office, yeah. Hey, imagine people shame, like, you're not, don't tell people who you vote for. Like, imagine people shaming people for not voting for Kanye. Yeah. I imagine it'd be a very real thing going on. Wow, you didn't vote for Kanye? I didn't know I was yeah. friends with a Nazi. Exactly. I feel like that's what would happen with current <laughs> racial tensions. Yeah. I feel like probably one. <laughs> oh, wait. Speaking of racial tensions, can I ask one of the two questions I have, Derek? Okay, yeah, yeah. If you want to jump in with one of yours. This one comes from my lovely girlfriend, Kaylee. Uh, what are y'all's guys' views on the uprising of the white nationalist furry movement? <laughs> Is that a Excuse thing? Me? <laughs> Apparently it is a thing. I've seen there's like, alt right furries. I've seen pictures of Nazi furries. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that is an actual thing going on. And no such powers could combine. Listen, the thing about <laughs> see, that's, 
alt-right phrase like what the fuck <laughs> listen if you wanna if you wanna dress like an animal that's fine but we have the right to hunt you and I think uh, yeah, as soon as you put on the fursona you are an animal and we can gun you down <laughs> And now, now that we have alt-right furries, we might need more of an excuse now. <sighs> the internet's a weird place. You, that is an understatement. <laughs> that is understatement of the year, bud. The alt-right furry movement. Uh, how would we take that down? Uwu. Do Do we just have to out uwu them? Uwu, uwu. Are we gotta make it seem? I think they praise. I think they praise like. They have like a Bible. You think they praise like Zootopia or something? <laughs> well, no, Z- Zootopia is a very liberal story, so probably not. <sighs> we gotta get them over. We gotta get the furry community overrun with far left people to That's kick true. them out. Do you think we they, need we need the Antifa furries to Ant- come out? Antifurries. See, it's already got a good name. <laughs> it's already better than the the alt right furries. Jesus. Do you think they gave Hitler like a fursona? Like they've they've drawn. What what would Hitler's persona be? What animal would he be? A weasel. Ooh, I can see that. I was thinking more of like a groundhog. I don't know why. I'm gonna look up persona Hitler. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a like a coyote. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a coyote Hitler. I can see that. He legit looks like a like a shitty like San Antonio Spurs coyote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's right. beautiful. I love that. <laughs> As you can see, she's my girlfriend. That's a great question. I I, I like that. Tell Callie I said thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, at Demand17 on Twitter asks, If you had to own one type of exotic animal, what would it be? Animals a sloth. Will be, <laughs> animals will be provided proper food and shelter, no cost to you. What animal a would sloth. You, you choose sloth? Okay. I want a sloth. Ooh, all right. I'm trying to think what what exotic animal would I want. Hmm. I think you can ride a giraffe as like a war mount. I'm sure you. I think some people do in some countries. I'm sure you can. I, I want a giraffe. You want you a giraffe? Dude showing up on a fucking giraffe. <laughs> That's that would like, be the most terrifying. The, shit. the war would be over like as soon as the giraffe riders come. Takes ARs to both sides of his neck. <laughs> he's legit just a long horse like have these normal <laughs> horses and you show up with your long horse that long they all horse. bow to you Ooh. uh i guess maybe like maybe like a white tiger white tiger would be cool yeah they just going back nice. to the alt-right furries yep <laughs> yep <laughs> a white supremacist tiger question said they provided food but like when they show up to your house with your tiger, you're gonna be like, "Where's the food?" It's like, "You're the food." You're the food. I am the food, and then I die. <laughs> this sounds like a win-win situation. Yeah, I'm cool with that. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, at black underscore Texan on Twitter asks, he so oh, yes, he says two things. He says one, my unpopular opinion is that Tony Hawk Project Eight is not that bad of a game. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not as... I played a little bit of it. Not as good as the Pro Skater or Underground, but... Oh, no, no. But it's it's not bad. I, I still had... I'm biased, though. I love any skateboarding game. Have you, so. played, have you played it, Robert? So, like, I've only played... I think it's Pro Skater Underground 4 on the GameCube. 
don't know how well that's ranked within the games. Pro Skater Four is considered good. Considered good, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I remember really loving that game though as a kid. It's fun. That's the one that has oh, they're... Express Yourself by NWA on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Had Iron Maiden, you could play as Eddie. Mm-hmm. It's it, any any Tony Hawk game up to American Wasteland, I love, and then even Project Eight and Proving Ground, like I like. Yeah. It's when you we, when it starts getting bad is like Tony Hawk's downhill jam for the Wii. Yeah, or <laughs> then it went to ride and oh, shred. Oh God, with the, that terrible motion control thing. Yeah, ah. that was a travesty. And then I was a loser enough that I bought Pro Skater Five. I did. Shameful. Uh, I I needed my fix. At least we're getting the remakes of Pro Skater One and Two coming out. Robert, are you, yes. are you excited for those, Robert? Yeah, what are they? They're gonna be for Switch, for everything. I think. Uh, PS, well, not Switch, not but Switch? it'll be PC, PS4, and Xbox. Oh, that'd be cool to play it on the go, though. I, I'm hoping that they, it comes a little later. Yeah, like I could see it coming to the others first, and then like six months later coming to the Switch. Hmm. And he he also writes in uh, the best sports games are NBA Streets, NFL Street One through Three, and NBA Ballers. I agree. I love the uh, the over the top sick stuff. Yeah, a lot of the yeah NBA the the street games were awesome. Did you ever play those, Robert? It, yes, specifically yeah. Ballers Two. It's probably one of the best basketball games. It really mm-hmm. is that and like NBA Jam, like those old arcadey like. Sometimes, like I I I do occasionally like I'll play sports games. It, sometimes it's fun, but. You want to win, yeah, and so- you want to dominate, and you feel so much cooler when you're doing, like, backflips and shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember we had a conversation a, while, a few years back, Colton, with uh, another friend of ours about NBA Ballers Phenom. Mm-hmm. The, the, Robert, have you played this game? No, what is it? It is an open-world sandbox basketball game where you run through, like, the world. You're your you're dude. Your character, you have a basketball, you're walking around, you're challenging people, you're playing mini games. It's one of the it's a great game. You know though, I I happen to own the greatest sports game ever made. Are you gonna talk about the college black football experience? The b- black college football experience, <laughs> baby. Oh. I don't know how that game got made. <laughs> I don't know how that game didn't get three sequels. I I love it, but like, who thought that was a good idea? What businessman was like, we need to appeal to the urban market. Black college football, my god! It's like releasing like Mexican soccer, you know? Yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> you have any Speaking about sports games, real quick, you guys hear about the uh, NBA 2K21 Mamba Forever edition? Yep. No, what's, what's, what's happening there? It's basically... Xbox's main gimmick is what they're trying to do is um, you buy a game once and you can play it on any system. Another console, right? Okay. Well, uh, some companies are okay with this. Like I heard CD Projekt Red is going to do this. If you buy it on one console, you get it on the other. Mm-hmm. On the companies. Like what do you mean? Like you buy it for Xbox Series you X. Buy, you, you buy the Xbox One version, you automatically get the uh, Xbox Series X version. Oh, okay. That's actually kind of cool. Nice. That's, yeah. But other companies, like the ones who make uh, NBA 2K21, I think they're called uh, Gearbox, um, they decided to release a special edition that gets you both versions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of mm-hmm. people 
despicable because of the name specifically that they're using Kobe's name to try and sell copies. Yeah. Oh, and it's a yeah, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, because Kobe's gonna be on the on the cover already, right? Only of the Mambo edition. Real? Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought I read that he was just on the cover. I guess they're I missed using that. His name. Sell that specific copy. That's kind of messed up because the man. It's dead. really. <laughs> Jesus. It's really screwed up. That's so. That's so messed up. I didn't even know that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're charging you if you want both versions. Like you buy, you technically get it at a discounted price because you're getting two for a hundred instead of whatever it would be. But they they said screw smart delivery. Like you gotta pay to upgrade. You gotta pay to get, but that sucks. And then they're using Kobe's name to mm-hmm. sell this, like... Because they, they know collectors and fans of the sport will buy it just because... Yeah, because it's Kobe, and it's a, yeah. probably going to become a collector's item. Wow, what yeah, a garbage... shitty business tactics. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what a, what a garbage business practice. Uh, I think I have one more question from Twitter here. Okay. At ZTCBITW on Twitter asks, What's your opinion on Wayfair, and do you... Believe it's true, and you believe there's a celebrity pedophile ring. Jeez. Oh, that shit was weird. That's, yeah. Robert, did you hear about this? You heard about the Wayfair thing? Wayfair. No. It was a... They're the... They're a furniture company? Yeah, furniture company. And what they had been doing was selling... On their website, would have, like, listed as, like, one one available. And it would be, like, $15,000 for, like, a dresser. But okay. the name of the dresser would be some. Kids it ended up name. being yeah names of kids who had gone missing, and people are thinking they were using it for trafficking. And then yeah. they're just like, "Oh, just glitch in the system. That wasn't meant to happen. Sorry." Uh, mm, I don't know about that, but I mean, it's a really big company that has a lot of money, and I feel like it, that could be a thing that's happening. <laughs> it, I could. I, I could with put, as crazy as twenty twenty has been. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, and yeah, it's just crazy. People um, are shitty. Uh, yeah, he, he actually sent a question last week. Uh, I'll answer it real quick because we never got to. Oh, okay, okay. Too late. Uh, do you think we're close to World War Three? And if so, who do you think will start it, and why? Uh, if anyone starts, it's probably gonna be North Korea. The alt right furries. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> the alt right <laughs> furries are gonna team with North Korea. <laughs> Kim Jong Un and the alt right furries. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'd listen China. to that band. Do you think China's going to start it, Robert? Yeah. They already sent over their coronavirus. <laughs> well, it, it, Bill Gates is actually starting it, guys. Actually, it's, yeah, it's, it's the 5G. <laughs> mind 5G. control. It's the 5G mind control. They turned the freaking frogs gay. I pray that we're not getting close. Robert, uh, you think it's... Uh, you think China will start it? Why do you think they'll start it? Okay, so you have. Oh, first of all, they're being really deceptive right now. Um, mm-hmm. You don't need like they don't even know their actual numbers of how many people have died and been infected by coronavirus. Like they're like substantially lower than us, and like you can't buy that. You cannot yeah. buy that. Like, their population is like what three times the size of ours, or even bigger than that. Yeah, I think bigger than That's that. Generous. No way. <laughs> and like, yeah, I just. That's the main reason. I think they're just being incredibly deceptive in everything they're doing right now. Yeah. It's also, it's very totalitarian, authoritarian government, so. It's being mm-hmm. really, North Korea is just reporting on everything they're doing. Like, if they really wanted to start a World War Three, 
they wouldn't be telling the whole entire world that they have all these fucking nukes. Yeah. I, I think that what's it? Uh, homeboy Kim Jong Un was just really overconfident though. Yeah. Like he was like, "I'm the man, and I will." But they're still doing it right now. Yeah, that's true. They're still flexing, even though he died. No, he's not. <laughs> he was resurrected. Remember that? Remember, <laughs> was afraid because like his sister's apparently a lot more. Oh like, yeah, but then there serious? was also like people simping for his sister because they said she was hot. Yeah. I hate the internet. Man. A huge step up from his, her brother, though. I think they should have invited, uh, what's his name? The basketball Dennis player? Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah, Dennis Rodman. I want Dennis Rodman to leave North Korea. <laughs> I wanted Dennis Rodman to, like, have sex with his sister and, like, make it get in a relationship. Nice. Nice. Giant black man, little petite Asian woman. Sounds like something I'd search up. I've seen some videos like yeah. that. You can search for that. There's a lot of it. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Apparently, I've heard apparently a lot of the, uh, Japanese porn directors, they actually pay for black American porn stars to come over here. <laughs> fuck their little Asian porn stars. Like, it's legit a big thing that happens. When I, was, I can see it. When it's I, a big a lot, genre. A lot of people are, are into it over there. When I was in high school, that was uh, that was my most searched thing because I just had a fascination for Asian women in high school. You remember, Colton? I I remember very well. Yeah, and that was, that was what I was searched because I'd be like, I'm the black guy. You and Samuel both had that thing for Asians. Samuel was a different story altogether. <laughs> uh, Colton, you have one last question, right? Yeah, this is uh, from number one podcast fan, Jacob. Yes. Would you rather go back to your five-year-old self with all the knowledge that you've learned up to this point, or would you rather stay this age but get all the knowledge that you're going to learn as you live your life? Ooh. <sighs> See that was that was a tough one to me. Uh, some 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 part of it's leaning towards like going back to five year old self. See, I think I'm the opposite. I'm happy enough with where I am now that I wouldn't want to change anything. But I would like to know what's going to happen to me in the future. That's true. It, like it comes down to fate. Like, and you change your fate if you know what's going to happen to you. That is true. Yeah, you change it. If you know what's going to happen to you up to this point and go back to five, you can fix everything you fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Would you, is do it every, differently. Is everything set in stone or is it like, are you able yeah, to- that, That's my question with the future one. Yeah. Is, it, is it set in stone? Mm-hmm. Can I change what's going to happen to me? If it says I'm oh. supposed to get hit by a car, will I still get hit by a car? Then shit, you're ah. fucking depressed because you're going to get fucking hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I think I would want to know. I think that's what I would, I would go with. I think I would do the five-year-old thing because I'd be like, yeah, that sounds like it'd be cool though. Really, they're interesting. I probably go with the five-year-old as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like what I would do. I nah, know. I'd, fu- I'd fuck my life up somehow. I know. <laughs> you'd make it worse. Like you'd accidentally I, kill I, somebody. I would, I like, would do something that at the time I'd be like, yeah, I know this is great. Like, and then it would just be. Like, I, I would be one of those child prodigies where it's like I finish high school at, like, eight years old and then, <laughs> and then get fucked over somehow. You could probably do it like five. Yeah. You do it that year. Like, you have the knowledge. Imagine being, like, in fucking Harvard at five years old. <laughs> or, and then you could also do stuff like you could invest in, like, companies you know will be successful. Oh, that is true. You could invest in pets.com. Wait. But if you know everything <laughs> that's going to happen to you in the future, you could do that as well. That's true. What if you find out, like, you get all your knowledge, and you're like, huh, 
This Fortnite thing's here to stay. Hmm. <laughs> the next presidential election's held in Fortnite. <laughs> the debates so are held say, in Fortnite. I was gonna say that you know, can prevent 9-11, but we were five when that happened. That's true. And I'm wondering the dynamics of how will we prevent 9-11 as a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you would call the you would call the White House, say, uh, there's a terrorist. Uh, they're gonna be ooh They're gonna blow up the building. And oh, what a cute kid! Ah ha ha! Then nine eleven happens. But, well, yeah, Bush would do it anyway. Oh, you're just adorable little tiger. <laughs> Wait a second! Yeah, I just the foot. I just, <laughs> they didn't kill you for re- knowing it. I just realized what you said. You said Bush would do it anyway. <laughs> 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 he knows you're. He knows you're a psychic, baby. He would fucking kill he you would for fi- it. He would send the Condoleezza Rice to kill you. All right. But yeah, now I'm. I'm sticking with. I rather know what I would know in the future. Okay. All right. I guess this, that's a good. We're at about two hours. That's a good. That's a good stop. All point. right. Yeah. Um, that's uh. Yeah. That's any any last words from anybody? Derek will do his closing duties. Any last words about anything? I am actually an alt right furry. Oh, okay, it makes sense. What's your persona? <laughs> fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> giraffe. giraffe. Robert's a giraffe. Legit hooked on war giraffes now. Like I'm like, you're gonna go and research that. Is, they were real. Are giraffes used in warfare? Like how would like a war elephant go against a war giraffe. It reminds me of that, uh, remember Jurassic World? And, like, that guy's like, we want to militarize the the, the dinosaurs. Oh. Not I to forget about that movie. <laughs> I liked Jurassic World, but, yeah, the plot was kind of stupid. It was, it wasn't bad. It was just, I felt very forgettable. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Robert, thank you for coming on the podcast. It has Thanks been a pleasure. Do you, have any, for me. do you have any plugs you want to plug? I'll probably plug your YouTube channel in the description. Nah, you can just do that. Okay. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't really post stuff online. I just mostly sell it in marketplaces. All right. That's what I do. We'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to link that. Yeah, just like we linked Jacob's right. OnlyFans. <laughs> he got a surge in subscribers, by the way. Yeah, He's up he, to a wall, a solid three. Yeah, now. he got like three whole people watching his OnlyFans. He posed. No, him you, eating marbles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a YouTuber who has an OnlyFans, but they use it kind of like their Patreon. Like, they have deleted scenes and extra videos on there. I <laughs> See, I can actually respect yeah, that. It's this guy named uh, Alonzo Larone. He's the... He's the he's I've heard that name. Yeah, he reads, like, like tweets and stuff like that, and he, like, reacts to them. It's kind of funny. Not super, okay. Not super challenging content, but... Kind of turn your brain something off. to zone out yeah, to. Yeah, kind of turn your brain off, kind of laugh. He he does those like weird food combination videos. Okay, yeah, he's that guy. You ever heard of him, Robert? No. Okay, he's black. Cool, cool information. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, just just the usual stuff. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow, like us on Spotify, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Hugger Derek. Uh, we're found on where you pretty much where you could find any podcast except for iTunes because I have to buy an Apple product and make an iTunes account. And uh, I don't see myself doing that soon. But we're on Spotify, SoundCloud. Really that hard? 
Yeah, like I was looking up. Uh, yeah, Apple is like, it's a pain to get on to. You have to have an Apple product, and I don't have any, so I will have to buy one. They want you to go and pot, buy their $1,000 phone that's like five <laughs> years old, dated. <laughs> and then make an iTunes account, and then you could link your your service to them. Such a criminals, dude. I know. What? A, what a, I hate. I. And the thing is, like, my girlfriend and her friends are, like, part of the Apple, like, click. And I just don't, I don't get it. Overpriced joke of a phone. It is, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, you can find us on most places you find podcasts. Just search yeah, on Twittercast. All of them except Apple. All of them except Apple Podcasts because Steve Jobs, his dream died. When he died, his dream Like died. him. Yeah, when he died, his dream died. Uh, make sure to listen to us on Radio Public. Oh yeah, our favorite fans. <laughs> you guys are special to us. <laughs> Robert, have you ever heard of Radio Public? Uh, what is it? I, it's another like you can listen to podcasts and stuff. Apparently, uh, we did not know it existed until this until a few weeks ago. But now they're our favorite. We love you. Yeah, we love all of our Radio Public listeners. Uh, we're also- all on that. Yeah, because I I uh, I distribute my podcast through Anchor and it automatically sends it just everywhere. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So we're on, we're on Google Podcasts as well, if anyone wants to check us out there. Or you can just listen on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. Uh, liking, sharing with your friends, uh, subscribing to all those services, whatever service you use to listen to the podcast. It really helps uh, telling your friends about it, word of mouth, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, this has been a very fun episode, Robert. If you'd like to come on again down the line, we'd love to have you again. Yeah, your guests are fun. Yeah. You, you cover up for our boring personality. Honor, <laughs> I'm glad to have helped you guys with the audio using Skype. Yeah, Robert was the one that suggested we use Discord, and it, it's working a lot. You guys better. sound so much crisp. Like, I understand Colton has a pretty, like, eh, mic. Sounds pretty yeah. crisp right now, yeah, so I'm even, pretty impressed. Yeah, even his and mic sounds pretty good. We're Neanderthals. Give us a break. Yeah, we're... <laughs> We were we were we were raised in San Antonio public education. We went to East Central, damn it. Yeah, we're not smart. We know how we know who steers. We don't got we we know about pigs and and hating minorities. And we're real good at both. <laughs> Alrighty, uh if any does anyone else have anything last minute to say? Nah. Alrighty. Uh thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Uh, Goodbye. Have, have a good night. Later. Later. Later, Gators.